Today it is, it is a Sunday, August the 6th, 2023. I am Mr. Brown, and I trust you are all doing very well today. On this evening stream, backslash podcast, we are discussing the goings-on this week in the entertainment and on the social media but before we begin and it's a big but you can find us here on the youtube you already know that or if you prefer your entertainment in the podcast form we are also on the spotify the links are in the description so if you've not shut down for the evening as i always say lots to get through shall we get the guests out you know it of course we should okay Okay, we see, first up, we see the good inside our next guest. Don't mention Barbie. He is the wonderful, dark, Sith Lord Jord. Little Platoon. Good evening. Hello, Lord. How are you? Oh, too long, too long to list all of the reasons oh, why yeah. the answer to the lad is bad, but um, but happy to be here. It's great to have you on, mate. Shall we great get the next guest out? Sounds like a plan. <laughs> great to have you on, mate. Okay. From a VPN far, far away, it's the golden reach-around droid of choice. You know who it is. It's me. Hello, everybody. Hello, me. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you, Mr. Brown. And hello to the little platoon, the other guests, and our chat. Shall we get the next guest out? Oh, let's get straight into it, sir. Is that what, sir? Forgive me for taking the impression you're in a hurry. (laughs) Perhaps. Next, he's the wise elder of the channel. You know the rest. He's the great mega geek himself. Pac-Man. Shall we get the next guest out? Yes. (laughs) And uh, there were other guests, but not turned up. But a mystery guest, everybody. And last, but by no means least, a mystery guest. Hello. <laughs> well, hello. History, isn't he? So, hello everyone i i know that uh i'm only here because the really good guest turned you down <laughs> yes and says oh my god what have we got left uh maybe <laughs> paul will do it <laughs> call me chato everybody call me chato here i am hello paul how are you i i'm i'm here live and, and in person no i'm feeling very good it's been a great very, to have you on my and it's a holiday here, a statutory holiday tomorrow oh, wow. here in the Great White North. So nice. I can chill out today. We're uh, my div- our DVD of um, uh, of uh, Young France Frankenstein came in this morning by by Amazon, and the family is going to sit down and watch. Young I love that film. Nice, so, love it. It's very funny. It's yes, it's it's an important film. Very funny, what? yes. To, to to you or, or in well, general? To, to me, it's well written and it doesn't have the failings of Blazing Saddles. Yeah. 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 Or Men in Tights. So <laughs> yeah. oh, don't, even, don't even get me started on Men in, Men in Tights. <laughs> yeah. So you're well, Paul. Great to have you, mate. Yeah. Thank you for inviting, uh, me. Nice to see all I think of it's you. Been, it's been overdue, mate. Yeah. Long and, overdue. and Z, I don't think I've ever met you before, but my pleasure. Oh, we have streamed before, sir. Uh, under the same title, under the Mr. Brown, yes. Oh, under Mr. Brown, Brown, yes. Okay, but I okay. 
You're so memorable. I'm so instantly forgettable. So. <laughs> <laughs> right then, folks. Shall we get on with it? I think we yes. should. Yes, let's do it. I think we should. Okay. Episode 156, end of week musing, Sunday, August 6, 2023. Barbie. Mm. No wonder she's smiling. It's made a crap load of money. Yeah, what's oh, yes. what's the... Uh... Anyone know what the uh, receipts are this weekend? We just know it's a billion. <laughs> yeah, hasn't hit a billion yet. It, it has. It has. It yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I think last time I read anything, it was due to hit the billion this weekend. Yeah, I think it was only wow. reached it. it. Uh, CNN uh, reported five hours ago it's uh, hit one point oh three billion at the global mm. box office. How much was that, sir? Z one point what? One. Point oh three million. That's the. I took my headphones off for that one. Well, sure is, God, everybody. Okay, if you've made it this far, you're enjoying this content. Please like, share, subscribe. Every single clip will. I can't speak. Every single click will help this channel grow. We'll yeah, like, approach. like, and like, and subscribe now because it's not going to get any better than this. Exactly. No, three K is approaching. Come on, fellas and peeps and ladies and however you identify. Are we yes. still doing that twelve-hour Attack of the Clone stream? We are. If we can get to three K, yes. Uh, <laughs> please consider donating. Channel links, blah blah blah, all that stuff. Okay. Um, anybody watching this episode two drop this week? No. No. Is it just me? Catty has Catty's watched it, isn't he? But he's not here. He's he's sick, isn't he? Oh, yes. Is it that bad? What? Sick or Futurama? Both. Well, no. The, the implication being that Futurama could potentially have been so bad it made him sick. No, never mind. <laughs> um, no, but I've never really got into Futurama. Uh, I I tried what? a few years ago. I just no, I just never really did. Um, I liked The Simpsons for a while until that went kind of bland. But Futurama just never really appealed to me. Maybe I haven't given it enough of a enough of a go. I think I'm not you a should big fan. I have I'm, watched a couple of episodes. I'm there with Platoon. <gasps> it is God. quite funny. Did did not uh, apart from individual and specific episodes, it was a lot of stunting based on historical uh, gags. Hmm. That for me, I mean, there's lots of juxtaposition humor. Which is dead simple to write. Um, if I may, I'm being very rude. Hello, chats. We can see you. Hello, chats. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, I, 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 you know, I've watched a, a lot of episodes, but I'm not really a, a big fan of it. But I have watched episodes. The episodes I've watched were were very funny and yeah. um, very entertaining, and also very clever. Some of them are yes. as well, story wise, storytelling wise. So, yeah. Yeah, but having uh, Richard Nixon under glass doesn't get much funnier than that. <laughs> well, there was one um, episode where there was a whole civilization. Um, Bender was floating in space, and a whole civilization was created on his stomach. That was quite clever. Uh, and they thought he was God, obviously. So that was quite a clever episode. I thought it was very clever. But Didn't The Simpsons already do that? I'm sure there's, there's The Simpsons episode where Lisa puts her tooth in a... Like a, a vial of, of oh, yeah, coke, yeah, yeah. and then the culture grows up, and then they think that she's God. Mark kills the. But then so I'm... the the Simpsons did it is kind of a meme in comedy, though, isn't it? Like everything has been done by the Simpsons already, uh, which is Matt Groening, mm? which was yeah, same Matt... guy, which is Futurama also. So I'm I'm going to say something very heretical, 
Futurama for me as a writer has the same problem as Space 1999 in that the characters don't want to be uh, where they end up being. And and uh, uh, what's his name? The lead in this. Ugh. Fry. 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 Uh, is here by accident, doesn't want to be here. So there's no motivation for him to be there. Mm -hmm. so um, I, I have a problem with that, that style of writing. And Space 1999 it was exactly the same. Oh, no, the moon blew out from Earth's orbit. I, we don't want to be here. Did you like it, though, Space 1999? Occasionally. Yeah. When the, uh, when the uh, alien woman showed up with the fire eyebrows. <laughs> Maya. Yeah. Yeah, I really loved her. She, right. was, she was good. Okay. Um, then they I'm got the rid only of one the Canadian actor, Morse. Oh, uh, he was great. After the, No, he was good. Season one was good, and then the mm. Americans took over, and it just got ah crap. There, <laughs> anyway, there's there that that's just it's just my writing style. I, I don't like, I don't don't tend to like characters who have found themselves in a situation and and are not motivating the story forward. What like Star Trek um, Voyager? Yeah, yes. that's that whole point yeah. of it, wasn't it? Yep. Um, here you go in the chat. Space nineteen ninety nine was. Super. Hey, get in the bin, Chato. I'm just telling you. Listen, I, I don't. I, and I'm an Anderson. I'm an Anderson nut. Going back Same to up. Supercar. Okay, don't, don't, don't shit on me. I mean, I, I loved, uh, you know, Fireball XL5. Uh, a huge fan of all that stuff. Because they You're were toys, big... weren't they? As a kid, oh, they were really great toys. I, I want one. Yeah. I had, I had all the, uh, I had all the, not the Fireball XL five. Uh, you were a Thunderbirds fan. Thunderbird, you? huge Thunderbird. Oh, I had yes. them all. Matchboxes, yes. original yes. Matchboxes. I've got them still. Yes. I remember Stingray when that came out. I was very Stingray. Did it. And um, there was a Stingray um toy in the shops, but I never got one though. I was kept asking my dad, but he never got it for me. So there you go. That didn't well, last long, that show. Well, no. If you did get one mega geek, your brother would have smashed it up anyway. Exactly. Okay. I, will say, <laughs> I will say, folks, um, episode two dropped a Futurama. Was it it's good? good? Yeah, it's, huh? it's good. It's good. Yeah. No. It's, oh. it's, it's, it's not gone down the dark path. So I'm still enjoying it. So. Oh, and no, one's, no one says you shouldn't. Two episodes in, and it's just good to see the old. Sometimes it's just it's just like wearing a comfortable pair of shoes. <laughs> Shall we move on? Yes. I mean, if you want to watch an interesting uh, uh, old show that is way better than you might have anticipated is the first season of Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, just absolutely, insanely good writing. Very clever, especially for its time. I never saw that when I was a kid. No, oh, man, oh man, I saw we we got the uh, we got the re-release of it, and we're just was sitting there black stunned, and white, wasn't it? Yep, yep, yeah. Buddy Anyways. Epson, wasn't it? Yep, Buddy Epson, and he plays it totally straight. And you're going, your memory of my memory of it was, wow, everyone is so wacky, and they are to a point. And then you go, mm -hmm. wow, Buddy Epson just anchored the thing. Anyway, keep going. I'm I'm just rambling. <laughs> okay, so. This one dropped this week. Yep. This is um, creating quite a stir. I know. Uh, anybody see the Dave Cullen video no. earlier? Yes. Dave was not happy. Oh, wait. Yes, I did. I did see it. Not happy. 
I, I did see his review of this. Has anybody actually seen the episode? Because I've not, I've seen loads of clips from it, but uh, yeah. I don't I don't care enough to go and watch it. Nor do I. I bailed. I I, I bailed also. Mm, I stopped I, watching this halfway through the first season. I wasn't fooled by the first episode of the first season. I knew it was going to go this way, so I wasn't going to waste my time. I saw the first episode, and I thought to myself, "This is going to go shit," and it did. Um, so, there, you there you go, Tom. Yeah, heinous crime. Yes, it's a fairly safe bet that yeah, after episode one, it probably will go shit. I don't know how many people would have predicted that it would go shit in precisely this way though. Like, <laughs> yeah. Episode one, if you were saying, well, in a year's time, we'll get Star Trek the musical and Spock will be singing and the Klingons will be rapping. I don't think I would have predicted that one. Here you go, Frank yeah. Walker. I nearly got nine minutes into this episode, couldn't watch. It's just, it's just, I have a problem with the casting, right? Uh, Michelle Nichols was a wonderful, gorgeous <clears throat> woman of color, and then they cast this one woman as 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 it just didn't make any sense to me. Same thing with Spock. Same thing with Captain Kirk. They're all miscast, and you get the feeling they're cast because <clears throat> of the politics, especially yeah. the way they look. So, and also somebody told me because I don't watch it. Somebody said to me that um, Lieutenant Ahura knew Klingon. But in the history of Lieutenant Horace, she didn't know Klingon because that in Star Trek Six, I think it was. Yeah, Star Trek Six. Yeah, yeah, it's, so, yeah so, it's it's just, so they don't know the history and they don't care. This is a bastardized version of Star Trek. That's basically what it is. It's not even he, Star Trek. Even in the J.J. Abrams trilogy, they knew how to cast. Oh, oh hello. <laughs> no, didn't they? Zoe Saldana was an excellent Uhura. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Um, yep, agreed. I, I kept wanting to send her a sandwich, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, she's in that new show, The Lionists. Right? Yes. And it's so crap because she is like a stick and she's in charge of this elite force in Iraq. I'm like, there's no way they would put someone as thin as her. <laughs> oh, you're sticking. Have you watched a few episodes? Of yeah, I've watched, watched a few. Is it it's poop? okay, but it's oh, just okay. very, very, um, very kind of woman led thing. It's all right. It's all right. I, I got to admit. There you, you go. Yeah, you Sorry, talk Paul. to any uh, Canadian military individual. Mm. Uh, I was talking with one the other day, and they said, yeah, we have a lot of women in the Corps, but if we are sent to the front, yeah. never, they never send a female soldier, no matter how qualified they are. And the, his point was, uh, you're carrying a, a 60 to 80 pound yeah. load of you know, backpack. Yeah. And if one of your comrades gets shot you are lifting that person or dragging another right. 200 plus pound individual out to safety mm. because you are relying on each other to save each other and you do everything in your power to do that and there's no female that can do that even if they can bench press or whatever and i went you know what i never really thought of that because you kind of romanticize the idea that you know it'd be really good to have women on the front also but then this guy said nope when, once when push comes to shove you will never find a find a woman on the front and then you see shows like this and uh it's just really hard to take um Iceman in the chats uh i think this is you paul <laughs> bigot that's, that's there's, a, there's a scene in it right where this girl was being harassed by her husband a boyfriend he was really abusing and she runs into this shop where they're recruiting for um uh, for soldiers and she ends up 
trying to she, she 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 joins because she wants to get away from her abusive boyfriend. But there's this scene in that really made me laugh. She's really thin. She isn't thin, thin like um the, the other one. Yeah. But she does all these push-ups, right? They said, "Can you do 25 push-ups?" And she does it, right? I'm like, "There's no way that girl can do that." She's a Q-tip. Q-tip. Yeah. I call them Q-tips. All right. It's just it's just those kind of things that happen in it. You just it's think it's bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. It's a okay. Bit, it's a bit. So. Nobody watched this. I was even out of watching it for the stream. I just thought, should I? No, not even morbid oh, curiosity could compel me to watch this. I did, I did look into it though. Like, the most entertaining thing I found about the episode is that something like it was originally planned for Picard season one. That's where oh. the idea came from. So they were interviewed. Obviously, the, the journalist was all up in arms about how brilliant the musical was um, and asked uh, the showrunners where it came from. Obviously, the answer to that question, as with most bad things in Star Trek, is Akiva Goldsman. But um, apparently, the um, the idea was, way back in Picard season one, they were having a talk. And is it, is it Shabon? I can't pronounce his, I don't Shabon, know his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. He had mentioned in the writer's room that he knows Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, and so they all went into a sort of a schoolgirlish excited buzz and said, oh, we should get him in. We can do a musical in Picard season one because everyone wanted to hear Patrick Stewart doing a Lin-Manuel Miranda rap. Um, but Lin-Manuel Miranda did not return their calls, which actually makes me like him. <laughs> um, and so so now we get this instead. But I, I don't know. I think, I think a Picard musical might actually have been quite entertaining. Not good, but traumatically bad and therefore really good fun. Instead, we got this, which is well, just... been better than season two. I know that. Um, Lord, are you available to do a couple of super chats, please? I am sure I can. Yes, from uh, Waylon Bacephus for four ninety nine dollars. Dark out sent me. Do you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? All seriousness, Mike Oxmal or Hugh Janus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I don't get that, but I'll. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 the fake it's the fake uh, roll call in school. Uh, is huge anus here? Yeah. Huge. Anus. Oh, very good. These are roll call jokes. Huge anus. Is, uh, bend over. Bend um, over. Yeah. Gee, I love money. As Rimsky <laughs> cut your cock off. Is here. <laughs> uh, Lord, this one, please. Also from Wayland Bezevers for $199. What do people expect to happen to women? Oh. Is that prisoners of war? Yeah. yeah, pris yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dear. Yeah. I'm slightly confused about the context for that one. It's the, it's a comment I made. Oh, sorry. Right. Yes. It's uh, based on sending the, women in infantry yeah, you know, it, to the front, to the front lines. Yeah, it just line. does not happen. I mean, they, they, there's a lot of million other places, engineering, you know, fixing yeah. stuff. Although it did happen in Starship Troopers. Yes. Yeah, but that was. You know, are are you right suggesting right. that the Taliban doesn't have the same stance on women's bodily integrity <laughs> as Western soldiers do? That, that sounds shocking to me. I'm reliably told all of the world is progressive. They 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 don't have the same standards for comedians. <laughs> it's like I, I would. They would never put me on the front line. Because <laughs> I'd be screaming even, the entire time. Does nobody remember Tanko? Yeah, I remember Tanko. Tank Girl? No, Tanko. Tanko. It was a it's TV a series about yeah, the female oh, prisoners of yeah. war. Yeah, yeah, yeah good Japanese. That was. Yeah. It was really good. I liked it. Is it Louise Girl. James was in that, wasn't she? Louise James? Pass. Uh, is it Louise James who played uh, Leela in Doctor Who? Not entirely sure. Yeah, she was. It was it. a long time ago. Uh, Z, are you yeah. available to do a super chat that matches your body? 
certainly am. <laughs> Peter Pidrak for $9.99 says, Live. Middle-aged geeks forever. What is that? <laughs> yes. Live. Middle-aged geeks forever. Live, yeah. <laughs> um, I am way past middle-aged. Gavin Blackburn. I like to think I'm not quite there yet, but the way I'm going. Yeah, you've got a few years on today, haven't you? You're too young, Ben. He's aged today. Gavin Blackburn for £2. Real money, folks. I watched it. It was terrible. I want to unwatch. I'm not Star Trek. And Eggs Beatty. Man of few words. Man of few words. Brilliant. £5. Real money. Thank you. So, so you know, to me, I, I've told people, especially uh, individuals that actually love this season of Star Trek. I have never encountered as many people uh, uh, commenting to me that I'm full of shit and I'm old and I don't understand what Star no, Trek is. Not. And and I and I tell them, like it, go ahead, like it. It's not Star Trek. It's it. This is something else. This is Buffy the Vampire Killer in space. And, and that's fine. I have nothing to do with it. But my argument to these people, and we're doing a video on this with Script Doctor, is that unless they had TOS to rape, this wouldn't exist. Mm. <laughs> it's true. That's the it, bottom line. So geez. stop telling me it's Star Trek. The thing yeah. I hate about this new stuff is that Women All of color are never, never cast. They never cast a really good looking woman of color. When they put women of color in an episode or the, these shows these days, they're never that good looking. They're always kind of all right looking. You know, what happened to the Heli Berries and the, you know, yeah. those kind of, you know, Zoe Saldana's. Yeah, exactly. Well, the Castle Izzo in Star Wars, didn't they? So, <laughs> <laughs> so but that, yeah. that was the bananas. That, that was, they needed a planet to circle. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. That's the thing. When we were young, right, oh. we used to we used to fancy all the girls that were on films and TV oh, shows yes, and beautiful. stuff like that. And all they're doing is giving us media, media looking, Yeah. Well, if you don't Montes. fancy Lizzo, I am reliably told you are a fat person racist. So you have to like her. <laughs> I like bananas. Though. I like bananas. <laughs> okay. I, I had banana wanna. pancakes this morning, by the way. Just in. Just <laughs> okay. So uh... banana and the tailpipe. <laughs> nobody watched oh, nobody watched oh, this okay. no. you know i most of the cast i like it's just the shit they've been given but anyway let's move on there was one other very small piece of trivia about that so the klingon song at the end they apparently recorded two versions and one of them was much more of a strong arm sort of opera type thing which made plentiful reference to the klingons Apparently, I don't, I'm not that familiar you with Star Trek law, but I think opera, I think the Klingons yes. have some sort of musical history to their name, and that opera, sort of yes. Wagner-esque opera might be the thing. They recorded that, apparently, and then they also recorded the Klingons as a boy band, and they went with that one <sighs> instead. Moving on. Move on. Okay, and then all the people started moaning, going, how dare you? Um mm going about musical episode classic trek took itself seriously and never had this crap and then they've just done all the clips uh, of yes but these were just scenes in episodes it yeah. wasn't a full episode of mm. crap songs there were some funny treks but they didn't abandon the the science fiction roots and and those of us who like star trek i mean for us it was the more serious of of uh, sci-fi on tv mm. and uh, they've you know okay Yes, they've completely abandoned science fiction uh, uh, in this version of Star Trek, which is my point is it's not Star Trek. 
enjoy it for what it is. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer in space. I, I don't care. So you young things, you enjoy it? Great. Enjoy it. I don't care. There's not a lot of people that enjoy this, though. And you oh, may, there's may tons. Seem, Dave now, it may, seem, it may seem that, that way because that's what they want you to think. Oh, maybe. Hardly maybe. anybody's watching the show. So, well, you know, make of that as you will. You know now, the mean? ratings. Now, does anyone know what the ratings of this show is? Nobody does. It's been disguised. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if we got more viewers on YouTube than this show gets. On <laughs> <Sunday>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's do disappointing. You... The cast is good. I like the people in it. Yeah, I do as well. But, uh, you know, as a network executive, I would have run it completely differently, um, uh, just from do... a success perspective. Do you think, coming off the back of um, Season 3 Picard, the success, they, Paramount Mont, genuinely thought they could just throw this out and we'll just lap it up? Well, this, this was done... in production, wouldn't this it? This was in production in parallel, yeah. so there was... There, there was no cro there was no learning from it if that's what you're implying yeah this was okay <sighs> star trek's dead isn't it yeah apart yeah. from una apart from una who they really don't really give much work to which i think they Rebecca hate her because Romain, she's, she's great well she's lovely and and she's gorgeous and she she's had that stupid nothing. episode and with the 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 legal episode which is the dumbest piece of shit yeah that uh, pike has done nothing well, the, someone mentioned that uh, he had a kid and the kid was in distress and he got leave to spend uh, time okay, with his fair child. Enough, fair enough. So, and Star for that, anyway. yeah, for that, I'm, I'm just saying he's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave the kid in the iron lung. Come and work it. <laughs> Show must go on. Okay. Show must um, go on. I will say I did enjoy Robert Picardo when. He was on Voyager. He was the best, the best part of Voyager. His, yeah. his doctor. Immediately when I heard him speak, his attitude, I thought I'm going to watch this show. I remember the first episode. He is brilliant. He's one of the best things about Voyager. Voyager isn't very good, but when when he's on, he makes it better. I disagree. It's it I think the moments. concept. The concept is better than the delivery. I think with Voyager. Mm -hmm. So I really like the idea, and you can see why. Ronald Moore sort of took a lot of inspiration from that and then applied it to Battlestar Galactica, which, which he made much more along the lines that I think yeah. Voyager could potentially have gone down. Um, there, there are still episodes of Voyager that I, I do really like. Just one more piece of um, thing that, I, for some reason, bits and pieces of information about this show just keep popping back into my head. Kirk is in the musical episode of Strange New Worlds, isn't he? Yes. I think he has a song, and they reference his um, his kid and his relationship with Dr. Marcus, and apparently they might uh, they might be doing more of that in the show going forward. So if you thought the musical wasn't bad enough, they are also going to drag James Kirk along for the ride. Yeah, but he doesn't know he has a kid in, in Rough of Khan. He didn't know he had. No. Um, so how could he know he had a kid? I don't know if he knows that he has a kid, but they, they reference the complicated relationship which gives rise to the kid. So it depends how much they hove to canon, which knowing these writers will be not at all. I wouldn't be surprised if he did find out overtly that he has a kid. But um, I think that they're definitely doing the backstory for that. That is their plan. The, the main problem with the show is they have no idea who the lead is. And, and you know, you watch the Rockford Files for James Garner. There it is, one person. Yeah. And you watch it week after week after week. And that is what network television is about. And the streaming services have no idea how to mix the best of both worlds from, you know, uh, movies. They've hired, they've hired people that don't know structure of, of script, script writing. They don't know it. And also they don't know 
they're, they're stupid enough to ignore the history of it and just write whatever they feel. Like, oh, everybody's insubordinate to the to the captain, you know? It's sure. ridiculous. It's just it's just trying to um, parody. parody well, it's just trying to do what they want. This generation wants to happen in the future. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do, and they're trying to obviously uh, what you call it uh, make make uh, uh, young people see that they can do that with authority. And it's ridiculous. The whole thing is that this is not Star Trek. I keep yeah. saying this. Yeah, it's it's not, Star Trek. not Star Trek. It's bollocks, well, basically. Yeah, not watching it anyway. So, shall we move on? Yep. Ah! <laughs> Funny. <laughs> it's like that joke in Aeroplane. <laughs> you have a picture um, behind you. <laughs> somebody right. said there was no music in Star Trek, and then somebody kind of posted the uh, Mad Magazine on a tweet, and then uh, this person, whoever this is, <laughs> um, said he actually has got the magazine. Yep. Do you uh, I wish I could see. Yeah, here it is. Here, here it is. There. Oh, sorry, bear with me. Wrong one. There it is. Oop. That's me. Also, I'm pressing the wrong button. Sorry, folks. There you go. go. Bear with me. Bear with me. <laughs> there we go. And the the opening song, I don't know if you know, I I can't sing, but uh, you know the song "Send in the Clowns." Yeah. So so the tune of "Send in the Clowns." So you have to imagine "Send in the Clowns" because <laughs> I can't sing it. Uh, isn't it strange? After eight years, him playing captain again, me with my ears. Send in the crew, and then Kirk says, "Look at me now at my old post. Happy that I can forget Barbary Coast." Where is my crew? Send in my crew. Okay. And then uh, Scotty goes, uh, see our old ship down from the sky. None of the engines are working and neither am I. <laughs> and, uh, and the McCoy sings, once I was saving their lives with my medical skill. Where am I now? Over the hill. <laughs> it's just so good. It and sounds the better than Strange New Worlds. Uh, the cartoons are great, and uh, and, and the magazines and then... used to be bigger in those days as well. Oh, I mean, that's it's huge. It's a pretty, yeah. That's what she said. Um, mm. I will say congratulations <laughs> on the one hundred k silver plate. Oh. Uh, thank you very much. Yes, uh, there it is. There. Yep, that's good. <laughs> there you go. Hundred k. That was my goal. That's it. Well done, mate. And now I'm just having fun coasting, doing stuff. Now you can retire. Yeah, I can retire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's Paul and his magazine. Okay, so I'm so proud back. of having that magazine. <laughs> yes. Uh, quickly going back to what you said a few moments ago, uh, Robert Meyer Burnett posted this, which I thought was quite good. Star Trek, why are yeah. you always on my ship? A new novel by Christopher Pike. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy next to him? Kirk. Is that Kirk? Yeah. yeah. That's what Kirk. a load of shit. And wasn't he in <laughs> Buffy of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Originally, wasn't he I one don't of the know. I don't care. Pass. Oh no, he was in one of the vampire shows. Was he? That's yeah. Should, Can't remember say. which one. Really? So it was it was vampire. So the problem with this track and disc disco is that these are all prequels. And and uh, Star Trek and any good show should just be moving forward. Yeah, and exactly. and th this, pre this prequel stuff is is terrible because you're also playing with canon, and uh, and they're just destroying 
a canon. Oh, you know who's hot? Sorry, who I think was really hot on um, Star Trek: uh, Strange New Worlds is uh, uh, Spock's um, Tpring. Oh yeah, she's just knock knock down gorgeous. <laughs> I know she's just yeah. Smoking. I could I could lick the tip of her ears. Oh. <laughs> But you know what? They did move forward and see yeah, what agreed. we got. Agreed. Discovery. Do you know what I mean? Discovery so, Discovery is still a prequel. Oh, of course. TOS. But they went into the future, didn't they? And now it's our future, isn't it? It's a parallel J.J. Abrams bullshit starts. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I guess. But yeah. I think season three of Picard is the only thing we're going to get for a long time. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Something else. We're not going to get no. anything else. It's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, they until... they kind of made it okay season one, and then Akiva Goldsman took over. When, when um they they finished with the contract with these idiots, uh, it'll they'll take take a couple of years, and then someone who likes Trek will probably yeah, bring it back. Yeah, I think Metallus will get it in three years' yeah, time. But I reckon but that'll that'll be too late for um, perhaps seven of nine because she'll be pushing sixty. Yeah, I don't want a seven or nine show at all. I really don't. Well, I want, I want a new ship. I want new characters. I want them to move forward, as 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 uh, as um, Chato just said. We yeah. want to move forward. We don't want to go backwards. We want to create yeah. new characters, create a new new style, or create a new Star Trek. Yeah. I, I, I'm a science fiction nut, and and so I would remember. love to. I would love to see a science fiction show that is uh, that picks up on everything that has been kind of thought of from Stanislaw Lem. Uh, Asimov on through Star Trek and you know and if I was redoing let's let's say we were redoing the uh, transporter and this is a completely new show nothing to do with Star Trek uh, you know the idea that you could uh, blast someone's atoms someplace and have it reconfigure e even in of itself of you know discombobulating an individual and then sending them off uh, that we know that that is literally impossible but if you're going to try to make people believe it now then you know what? I would have a show where the first thing they would do is send a a um, recombobulator device, land it on the planet. Then you'd have a point to point uh, transporter system. You couldn't just beam into someone's ship, take people off it at the last second, wow. you know, in the nick of time. You'd actually work into the story the fact that the you know the this device that lands on the planet. Uh, and it also has to be powered. So you only have enough power to send you back to the ship once. So there's stories that you can build around the limitations of the technology and, and make it feel real. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm a dreamer, but that's what I'd love to see. Fine. It's not going to happen, mate. We're all dreamers, mate. I apologize. Not, not going to happen, mate. Okay. So should we move on? Yes. It's move on. dead, uh, folks. Move along. <laughs> it's it's resting. It's not even resting, is it? Yeah, it's uh, pining. For if the, you hadn't uh, nailed it to the bridge, you'd be pushing up daisies. Yeah, it's pining the for Rigel, for. Rigel Seven. Okay, let's move on. Okay, so on to more serious stuff. Barbie crosses one billion. At the worldwide box office. Can we just appreciate the, the, the weird timeline in which we live when we can move from Star Trek to Barbie and say, and now for the more serious stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't um I don't ever want to see this film. 
<laughs> ever. Um, so we've seen Barbie. Yes. No. No. I don't think we've spoken to you, have we, Lord? So um, take it away. Take Go it on. away. Um, yeah. I, I actually do have some nice things to say about Barbie. Um, what? Yeah. The, the set design is absolutely excellent. Um, yeah, she's clear, I think Greta Gerwig's worked with Wes Anderson. You can tell some of that influence is there. Yeah. Um, she's also worked with Woody Allen. She used to say how inspirational and influential he was on her until Woody Allen did Woody Allen. And then she said that she fundamentally regrets everything about him. So, um, But still, the lessons have been learned. Um, so th there is that to be said for it. The cast is almost uniformly excellent. Uh, both Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie put in some some really, really good performances. Um, the soundtrack is actually quite good. Uh, some of the humor in the first 20 minutes is quite funny. Uh, it does meta stuff well, unlike the current meta, which is that meta jokes must be shit. Um, and the first 20 minutes, you, you kind of think, yeah, I can see how there's a good film in this. Then going forward, when everything becomes subservient to the film's theme, and the theme has two personalities, that's when things start going sort of very, very badly wrong. So if you watch interviews with uh, Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig together, Margot Robbie is very keen to say that okay, well, I know people are saying it's a feminist film, but really it's beyond feminism is what Margot Robbie keeps trying to say. Feminism is just one part of the pie, is what she said. And then Greta Gerwig turns to her and says, well, it's a big part of the pie. Um, so th there's a bit of tension, and the tension is all the way through the film between is this going to be feminist manifesto? Is this also, also trying to say something a bit more like universal and interesting? It tries to do both and consequently fails at both. Um, so it will have long diatribes against the patriarchy, about how impossible it is to be a woman, about how the world is made for men. Um, and people who say that this is satire simply haven't read or listened to the people who actually created the thing, because it's not. It's not satirizing woke feminism, as people like Ethan Fansgyver, I think, have tried to say. Uh, it, it's quite sincere in that aspect. It, the reason it contradicts itself is because it also wants to do something a bit more than that. So it begins by saying, well, yes, the patriarchy exists and women have it bad. And what we're doing is we are just showing that in reverse in order that everyone can see that. So the Barbie land is a matriarchy and the matriarchy is bad for the Kens, just as the patriarchy in the real world is bad for women. But the close of the film, which goes back to what Greta Gerwig did with things like Lady Bird, is trying to take a, a less ideological and more sort of universal theme. It tries to say, well, really what we need to do is to just to move beyond all hierarchical systems hierarchical systems per se are bad people need to be allowed to find themselves without the strictures of ideology confining them um which is all very well except that the film spends the majority of its time explaining exactly how the strictures of ideology confine us so it, it, it contradicts itself all the time and it's a real shame because there is some genuinely good work in this and there's some really there's some sincere thought in it as well and it could have been a much much better film than it ended up being it's just that feminism does drag it down as it drags most things down uh, culminating in the most sort of unintentionally ironic depiction of of the successes of men when the Kens create their own patriarchy and it's a lovely world and everyone is happy only for a few unhappy miserable women to say no the problem is that all these happy barbies have made the wrong life choices we need to show them the reality and so they oh. create destruction they tear down this functioning world in which everyone works hard and everyone is happy and they create this nothingness to replace it which is just ah just be yourself and then you think, well, what the hell are you trying to say? What does that even mean? You're very sure about what you mean when you're lecturing us on feminism. You don't know what you're talking about when it comes to your be yourself message. So um, a mixed bag. It's far from the worst film of the year. Uh, and I quite like the fact that something actually quite daring in its own way and very, very different was allowed to get made. It was greenlit by Mattel. It was greenlit by Warner. 
Um, and some of the people involved genuinely care about it. And you can see that in parts of the film. But overall, it's an absolute mess. Hmm. Uh, the Lord has spoken, everybody. No Here point looking at your uh, video then, Ben. So. Oh, no, no, I've done it now, yeah. All that last <laughs> week of stress and trial and tribulation is pointless. Um, yeah. Here you go, Romeo, Romeo, Tango, November Zulu for 10 NZ dollars on break at work. There once was a bridge named for Chuck Norris. They had to change the name because no one crosses Chuck Norris and lives. <laughs> Ta da! Oh, red, no blue. Ah! <laughs> I thought that was going to be a limerick when it started. Mm, the one was a bridge named Chuck Norris. Um, <laughs> It ended up as a haiku. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> where it stopped. Okay, so um, Ian, you're not going to go watch this then? I thought it'd be right with your street. No, I'm not going to watch it. Um, my nieces wanted me to go with them, and I said, "Oh, absolutely no." No, I'm that. I'm. I'm. I'm just so fed up with today's films and today's TV shows. Now, I, I got. I watch old stuff now. I can't. Can't be asked unless somebody says to me it's really good. Then I would go and see it, but. No, I, I, I can't take the risk. It's a lot of money to go to the cinema these days. You know? Yeah. The, the director in you might actually quite like bits of it, but if you wear earplugs and you don't listen to what any of the characters are saying, you probably will enjoy it quite a lot because there's a lot of really good directing stuff in there. It's just that as soon as like insufferable teenage girls start talking about Barbie as a representation of fascistic, quite like capitalistic, patriarchal systems that demean women, um, that's the bit you have to start switching off at. But th that was the thing that led a load of people, I think Ethan Van Skyver kicked this off, saying, no, don't you see, it's a really clever satire of the thing. It's Obviously, it's so absurd it can't be sincere, right? It's a satire. And then a load of people who just follow his opinions because they're sheep started saying, yeah, Barbie is satire. So I thought, well, I can check this. What did Greta Gerwig say about the scene? Oh, look, Greta Gerwig says that the young girl is, and I quote, well articulated, making obviously correct arguments, which doesn't sound like satire to me. Five minutes of Google searching can help you, folks. <laughs> mm. yeah. Well, okay. Uh, so, Paul, not tempted to view Barbie, even no. for, just for the channel. No, no. I, I, well, I mine is not a review channel. Uh, I, there's things that I come upon that I choose to review. And that's you know, that's, mm. that's the uh, way you go. Channel channel favorite folks, Vex Electronica. I'll start again. Vex Electronica. Good lots. This movie. It's not clever. It's not satire. It's propaganda. I love stuff these days is propaganda. As I was saying, the oh, lioness yes. is propaganda. It's just, it's just, it's really crap. Because I remember in the nineties and eighties, we all used to get along. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And now we don't. We so hate each other. Labeled. We're all labeled anyway, something okay. now. It's ridiculous. Okay, let's move on. But Barbie does try to make it so that it, it tries to pretend that it's not setting men and women against each other. So the ultimate lesson of this film, it, it goes alongside the the be yourself message, is that. The patriarchy is bad for men as well as for women. So Ken is defining himself by his possessions. He's defining himself by his love for Barbie. He's defi defining himself by his material successes, um, the, the house he builds, the job he has, the skills he possesses. All the things that make him a really interesting character. And the film turns around at the end and says, yeah, you shouldn't let those things define you. Just be yourself. Did and it I'm say, looking at yeah. it thinking, well, what, that, that's what he's doing. What are you talking exactly. about? Did it, did it say motherhood was bad as well? The film has a very complicated relationship with motherhood. So um, it doesn't say it's bad. 
and I, like Ben Shapiro interpreted there's an opening shot which is a straight shot for shot recreation of the opening of 2001 A Space Odyssey right. yeah. um, which uh, where Barbie serves as the function of the obelisk and rather than apes smashing bones it's little girls smashing dolls and so people on the, the right. right like Ben Shapiro said oh look this is obviously an anti-motherhood allegory um, that's again not correct uh the number of incorrect takes on this film is just staggering um Greta Gerwig herself is a mother the whole film is about her motherhood and the film is about her concerns quite specifically about bringing up young girls and Barbie as opposed to the teenage girl in the film is the surrogate sort of the daughterhood part of it so the film is really about how do I as a parent bring up a young girl in a difficult world with so many different influences and things that can lead her astray and stresses and obligations and all the rest of that? It's not an anti-motherhood film. The problem is it doesn't really know what motherhood entails and it has nothing to say for it. So it's all very well telling a teenage girl, oh yeah, go out into the world and discover yourself, which is fine for teenagers. I think that's an important part, but they have to get to teenage years before you can start saying be yourself you can't be a mother to a baby and tell the baby bring yourself up i don't need to do anything which so, seems to be what the film is angling for so uh monsieur platoon my my question is uh that we know how movies are made uh, hmm. there's a script there's that's it's shot and then often reshot bits and pieces and then it's edited and the editing can completely change the tone and the direction of a, of a movie, the shooting of the movie itself can change the script mm. also. So there's, uh, you know, I, I wonder how much of this movie was finally crafted in editing and, and just uh, uh, are, are we applying more intellectual capital to both the writer and the end product than it deserves? Because, you know, this could be like shot like a Will Ferrell film where it was just a lot of improvisation. <laughs> and then the film, this obviously. is, and this is what they ended up and, and he's in it. Yes. And, and uh, this is what they ended up with. And then they piece it all together. And this is what we got. My, my, my big concern in discussing this film is this is not like watching house of cards written by Andrew Davies. Right. You, you watch House of Cards and you go, every word is fantastic in the original UK series. Like, I don't yeah. know if you've seen it, but to me, it's one yeah, of my yeah, favorite yeah. all time shows. One of the right. almost inspirations. I learned most about politics from House of Cards, South there you Park go. and Veep. There you I'm go. the thick of it. And and so I'm I'm glad I'm on the right side of that fence, <laughs> but because uh, I'm waiting for the people to come up and say, fuck you, Chato. And uh uh, so, so the thing is you watch that show and you know, I, I, I'll bet you none of the words were changed in the shoot and the writer knew exactly what they were trying to get at. And it was mm -hmm. cast in a way that would allow the creative people to, 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 um, uh, to, you know, to get the result that they had intended, but you, you know where I'm going. Right. And so uh, to me, I listened to the commentary on this film and I'm thinking, Okay, how was it done? What was its intent? Is Greta, ha does she have the intellectual capital to have actually uh, 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 created those kinds of concepts that you are yeah. articulating so clearly? I'm not entirely convinced of that. No, it's, uh, no, it's a good point, um, and, and it's well taken. So the reason I'm fairly certain about this, and I, I can probably wrap in the answer to Je uh, Jeffrey Spinner's point in chat as well. Say, would you like to push back on that? Uh, yeah, how, how can I say anything about parenting? Well, because I've watched the film, <laughs> and that's a starting point, uh, you know, and I've read what Greta Gerwig has said. That's also helpful. Yeah. I have parents. That's likewise helpful. 
it's not uber anti-motherhood the, and to, to sort of wrap this into to uh your your question paul um so if you go back and, and watch some of Greta Gerwig's earlier stuff, and Lady Bird is probably the, the most important example here, because a lot of this film is really just redoing what she did in Lady Bird. Mm. Um, there's even a whole sub arc between a mother and a daughter in this film. Oh no, how can I say anything about parenthood? Well, I can identify a mother and a daughter in a script. So that's that's one answer to my question. Mm. Um, there, there's a sub arc in this film between a, a mother and a daughter who have grown apart and they've grown distant. And part of the, the the point of the film is that they have to come closer together again. Now, if you go back and watch Lady Bird, the whole point of Lady Bird is basically the same thing. There's even basically shot-for-shot shot comparisons. There's long scenes in cars between the mother and the daughter mm. where they argue, but over time they come to realize that the the answer to sort of parental strife is that children need space to be themselves, but also they can't demand too much of their parents, which is the same message that you see come through with this this film. It's something Greta Gerwig's done, I think, more than once. I think she did something quite similar in... Um, uh, I want to say Little Women. I might have got the title of that wrong. Um, so she, she's done it a few times. There's enough of the beats which come across which are the same. And she, she's articulated a lot of this in, in the interviews as well. And then if you listen to Margot Robbie, they're, they're quite consistent on these points. So I think, I think to be honest, the film mm. has survived by the looks of things quite well on the editing floor. I don't think too much has been sort of added in in reshoots. I think this pretty much is the vision they had for it, um, which is, again, quite to be welcomed. So that oh, yeah. It seems to have had a, a relatively seamless progression through production. Um, so that's good. And, and it does have some things to say. Um, I think a lot of them are wrong. But uh, to say that it's completely unambiguously anti-motherhood just means you haven't either watched the film or paid attention to the chat. But uh, Okay, I'll know. watch the film. <laughs> okay, I ain't watching uh, it. I don't care. I'm not going to okay, watch um, it. Okay. Getting, I think we're getting bogged down in that, according to some bogged people. Let's move, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Sidestep, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling did not have deals in their original contracts to return for Barbie 2. Because they probably thought it was going to be a big flop. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, Margot Robbie sold it on the basis that it would be Jurassic Park. She believed in it, yeah. It turns out it was right. Mm. Do, do you this... think there's a Barbie 2 in this? I really hope I'm not. Um, no, no. Do you think five, there is? I, I don't see it. Five, it's I think it would be hard to do. Money. Yeah, then the disease, right? I mean, it's made enough money that you, you almost guarantee the studio will do it. You, you can't really do a direct sequel because, so spoilers for anyone who actually cares, the, the, the close of this film has Margot Robbie's Barbie becoming human. So she leaves Barbie World. Uh, she's not a Barbie anymore. Um, and again, because the film doesn't really know what it's positively about, the definition of her becoming woman is that she goes to a gynecologist and that's the end of the film. Um, so it'll be hard to bring what? her back for it, but it has made so much money that, yeah. And I know Mattel has already announced that they're, they're planning a whole host of films based on their various different IPs. So Hot Wheels. JJ should we see Abrams, a Barbie 2? No, we Wheels. shouldn't see one. Will we see it? Probably, yes. Here uh, goes some chat. Uh, princess pants on or off for $2. <laughs> Difficult influence like this awful Barbie movie. Awful Barbie movie. Difficult influences? Not quite sure I follow, but if you send another yeah. $2, we'll clarify. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, let's move on. And, and the, to me, the success of this is brand over brains. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, people underestimate... Uh, how they will follow what they've been told. And so their opinions have already been preformed. And the, this is all about the brand. I, I, I don't think an awful lot of movie or people are going, uh, the normies are going to be going, coming out of this movie, discussing uh, it the way you guys are discussing it. 
I don't gonna... know what normies will be. Dis- I mean, there's, there's so many very, very bizarre and, and quite intellectual and abstract references. It's not only all the film stuff, everything from 2001 to The Godfather to West Side yeah. Story is mentioned, but th- there's references to Proust. There's references to all manner of things. And, but, and then there's this whole scene at the beginning where they, they complain about how bad Citizens United is as a court decision. And you're thinking, like, what the hell are normies supposed to take away from that? It's it's such a bizarre script. So Mark, uh, Greta Gerwig's excuse, which I quite like, is that it was always nice for her to go to, cin- to the cinema and find things that she didn't quite understand as a kid that wanted to learn more about. I think that's right. really important. Um, the problem is that if the thing you don't understand is the film hates Citizens United, that's indoctrination rather than education. So th- there's a lot of that in the film as well. Um, eager folks, uh, Princess Pants on or off. It refers to Plutes, that's you, Lord, taking talking about raising a daughter amongst difficult influences oh yeah well that would be one argument in california certainly. in california that's not well but no i think the argument being that barbie is itself a, a bad influence which makes it ironic that the film is complaining about bad influences on bar- on daughters um i can see that point yeah um ego m duke 84 <laughs> barbie 2 the vagina monologues <laughs> <laughs> They are going to be able to negotiate whatever they want. Perhaps it was a clever ploy. What do you think? Uh, Well, they could never have known that it was going to be this much of a hit. So I don't. Margot did. Yeah, but but every every um, person that leads the charge of a movie, they always say it's going to be a big hit. That's that's Uh, their job, aren't they? So you go, Barbie two, the wraith, wrath of Ken. (laughs) <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know they they could do a Barbie musical along oh, the lines of no I'm just saying the Mamma Mia they could they could do a Mamma Mia they're doing a Pulp Fiction musical aren't they for stage so I've heard that's going to be not good um, Igo, Bank of Hostman uh, at Mr. Barrel answers me Barbie isn't a bad influence driveling idiots on the internet are Yeah, uh, I resemble that mar- remark <laughs> as do i okay shall we uh move on from that one move along move okay along. um oppenheimer has passed <laughs> 500 million worldwide. wow wow who's seen hoppenheimer i have or oh, go on paul what do you think do you like i, I took uh, my son who never watches movies came up to me wow. at 9 30 my 25-year-old son, mechanic, very few words, very philosophical, <laughs> introspective. He came up to me at 9.30 last night and said, uh, you want to go see uh, Oppenheimer? Yeah, uh, 10 o'clock showing is the last one. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so <laughs> I I went with him, and I, it's the second time I saw it, really enjoyed it, and he really enjoyed it. And uh, his big comment was, there should have been more gear porn, less sex. Mm, perhaps yeah yeah that's it i mean you know for for him he wanted to see a little bit more of the uh you know that touring Te- the movie with alan touring what was that called uh um with uh cumberbatch uh, i can't remember but i, I know exactly which one you mean yeah I, the name's gone um breaking the code <laughs> some code anyway, anyway. Oh, yeah that one yeah, anyways some- Code. Yeah, Sorry, uh, he, he he was you know he wanted just a little bit more of the uh, of that touring magic in it. 
and and I know the story of this. I'm a nuclear physics nut. I had my own cloud chamber and atomic chart on my of elements on my wall. I could memorize them all with pens in the pocket. No, no, that I didn't have. But I I did make my own cloud chamber. I also had my own radium source, (laughs) which is in the '60s was pretty cool for a 14 year old. And uh, so I was a complete fanatic for uh, Sir Ernest Rutherford was one of my heroes. I, I studied him to death. I read everything that I could get my hands on about him. And uh, so to me, uh, the movie could have just used a little bit more Richard Feynman magic in it. I mean, there, there's little subplots and stuff like that in terms of the building of the, the bomb I could have used okay. and, and less of the sex. But my son loved it. We enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it more the second time around. Right. You kind of you can't watch the movie. You need to bathe in the movie. Yeah, you need to be for the experience of yes, it. Yeah, yes, yeah, you just yeah, bathe yeah. in it. Yeah, just, you just go with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just go with it. So um eager yeah. folks, our two showings of this are still selling out. Yeah. Yeah. 10, 10 p.m. last night. The, the theater was uh half, wow. half full. Um Ian, your thoughts, you went to see it? Um, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I just won't, I won't see it again though. Um, <laughs> um, I thought it was okay. I, I, I wasn't, I'm not a fan of Chris Nolan's stuff anyway at all. Mm. Um, I think he's, he's, um, he, you know, the stuff he does is way past my pay grade, put it that way. <laughs> um, I'm not that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a clever filmmaker at all, you know, but, um, these people are. And, and I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying I didn't care about anyone. And I like the second half of the movie better than the building bomb thing. I like mm. when he was on trial. I thought that was yeah, really yeah. intelligent, yeah, really right. yeah, good yeah. movie. And I loved um, Robbie Downey Jr.'s performance as the oh, bad yeah. guy. And I loved the idea that every time we saw him, it was in black and white. I understood that. And what made me laugh was I remember I went to I went to see it with my niece. Okay. And she, she, she um, knows all about this stuff because she learns it in history. And then she goes to me, that's Robbie Malley. What's his, the guy who plays um, Malik, yeah. Malik, yeah. And and uh, he didn't say anything because he just got the thing slapped out of his hand. <laughs> and then I was saying to her, don't worry, he'll be back. And he was. <laughs> so we thought that was quite funny because we knew he wasn't going to be in the movie and not say anything. Do you know what I mean? So, and he had that whole scene to himself, didn't he? So, and he was really good. So, in, in conclusion, I enjoyed it. I thought it was worth my time, but I don't. I don't hail it like everybody else saying it's it's a, a genius piece of work because I didn't think it was, but I really liked it. So there you go. That's my view. Uh, Paul, you said you've seen it two times. Yeah. So better second time, yeah? Yeah, I actually enjoyed it. I was much calmer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. I saw it in AVX audio, which was just... I, I, I have that? never... That's is the uh, super deluxe... Uh, audio treatment that uh, oh, you can okay. it's b- bigger and better than play. dolby oh i see all right uh i the only really one of the most annoying things is uh just the quiet moments and the amount of sound that nolan pumped into it would you pass <sighs> me the beans there dear <laughs> <laughs> uh can i have that can of pop <laughs> that drove me nuts just, I, I, I got to go to the washroom. Can you just watch the cab while I'm going? And... I, I did. I did think. Um, I did think he was uniquely. It was uniquely. Um, uh, it was uniquely directed. I mean, yes. 
you know, it's 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 very unique the way he actually did all. You know, it you didn't you wasn't bored all the way through it. That Dirty that was boy. the thing. So, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I, again, I wouldn't see this film again. It's it's hard going as far as I'm concerned. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm a, everybody I'm else. a nuclear physics nut. So all right, there. I, I... Uh, we did say this was worth well I, I saw it on opening day well I think it was second opening day um, mm. I did say it was worth everybody's time would we agree if you've not watched it it's still worth your time three hours watching it is, this it is, it is worth people's time I mean I didn't like it as much as everybody else but I still think it's worth going to see especially in IMAX I saw did it you see in IMAX, IMAX? yeah oh, I saw it in IMAX good yeah yeah, it's good in IMAX, and the the sound was really loud. The whole chit, yeah. you know, when when the yeah. bomb went off, and then the sound followed. Fifteen minutes later, the whole of the cinema shook. So you know, wow. it's, it's an experience watching it in IMAX, definitely. Okay, so we're still saying if you're not seeing it, recommended. Yes, yeah, it's worth yeah, your time. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's worth. It's not all Barbie. It's okay. it's a lot of filmmaking, good filmmaking in it, and and he and as much as bombastic. Not sorry, that's not that was not meant as a joke. Um, uh, it's it, it's you can at least get a sense of someone who's not wait trying to waste your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I totally agree. Here you go. Uh, w forty five p w forty five p. A good movie sometimes needs to be watched only once. Wow, I'll agree yeah, with that. That's interesting. I, I've seen two thousand and one about i saw it twice in the cinema mm. uh and um i've seen it a bunch of times since it's kind of a hard movie to sit through now same here i agree i have only seen no time to die once i'll never see that film ever again <laughs> ever ever what and robocop 3 uh, um, i didn't like robocop 3 <laughs> once yeah, it's not very okay. Um, do we think this is going to do? It's going to do seven fifty million, isn't it? It's a shoe in for three three quarters, isn't it? For a billion, yeah. I think they're happy. Put it this way. Yeah, yeah, they are happy. It'll probably make a sequel though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first it was Hiroshima, next Nagasaki. <laughs> but Killian, I mean, seriously, you're also. Brilliant. You're you're watching this for the performances, and oh and, yeah, uh, and this is one of the things I try to explain to people is that there's any number of reasons to watch a creative product, and whatever it is that uh, the 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 creative people ended up pulling out of their asses is is the reason to watch it. Uh, you can cast something beautifully, and then no, nobody nobody lands the lines, and you just don't uh, know. Strange new worlds. Strange, yeah. And and nobody, uh, you know, you, you I've I've done comedies where the lead actor was ended up being a joke killer, and I'm going, oh my god, what are we going oh, to do? And he was funny, but there's there's this thing. I mean, I you just can't put your finger on it. Now Killian was just now was it his eyes? I don't know, but I thought he was uh, so it's good. Just a, he's just a good actor. That's all. He's, he's, just, he's just a, a really actor. good actor. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing. So. 
and and um you know the the, the close-ups of him oh close up everybody emotes emotes yeah. but there were some shots because they were using imax i don't know if you noticed the ben or anyone that watches film on imax some of the close-ups they were struggling to focus you can tell wow um, so when when um there's a shot where killing killing um killing leans forward and it's a his face is huge on the screen and they try to they try to focus between his nose and his eyes and they, they eventually get it right. It's just a split second. You can see it's out of focus and then they adjust it and you can see that it's in focus. I don't know if that was deliberate or not, but it felt a bit weird to me when I was watching it. But, you know, kudos to them, man. You know, it's, it's, it's an Bigger experience. folks, R2 for $5. Uh, I thought it was really poignant when Robert Oppenheimer <laughs> went to the gynecologist <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite quote was the one that uh, Einstein told him. That uh, you're going yeah. to live the rest, you know, the the problem of success is that you got to, you know. Oh, that was really good. That was a fantastic quote. Oh yeah, because I've I've said, lived that as a oh, you know, famous quote. comedian. He said he said that it wasn't, um, you know, the awards you get isn't for you. You know, it's never going to be for you, and I understand that totally. Yep. So, yeah, but the, the, the people giving it. But it yeah. was the paranoia of the Downey character that uh, was basically. Oh, that was great, film, wasn't it? And, and I, it didn't yeah. need to be. Yeah. I, I saw, uh, I don't know if you know, a philosopher, Rollo May, American uh, philosopher, um, a psychologist, actually, who I, I really like, a very brilliant um, psychologist. We So the Frantic Comedy Troupe I was in, we performed for uh, the North American uh, Psychologist psychi Psychiatric Convention. There was like 2,000 people in a room. And uh, we, we did a, our show. Uh, it killed. Uh, and then I stuck around to see Rollo May and one... Uh, individual after another introduced them like, and they just talked about their own personal books that they wrote and their own papers that they wrote and, 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 and their connection to Rollo May. And, and they went on and on and on. And then Rollo May came on and just said, I, I, I'm not here for you. I'm here. I'm here for the rest of the people here. You, you guys are just full of shit. And it went, Whoa, <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> he just ripped to shred every single person who aggrandized themselves in, in, uh, on not on behalf of, but in Rollo May's shadow, <laughs> they just ripped him to shit. And, and, uh, that, that, that reminded the, uh, Einstein quote reminded me of that. Mm. Eager folks, M Duke, 84 for five pounds. That's real money, folks. The bomb was practical. <laughs> Nolan filmed Lizzo farting and he held the match. <laughs> 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 Hilarious. <sighs> and right. another super chat, Cosmic Castaway for $5. I would have preferred a Richard Feynman biopic. Fein Feynman. Feynman biopic from his involvement with the bomb to the drama of the Challenger. Ah, inquiry. that would be really incredible. Yes. Yes, that would be very cool. But they would have to include his massive volume of womenizing. He he would never have stood the uh, Me Too movement. He he would have been completely gone. Mm. The Challenger stuff. I'm you, really, you know the Challenger stuff? Yeah, I'm really yeah. Uh, partial to... There was a time a few months ago I was just watching all the Challenger stuff on YouTube. Oh, he was. Really yeah, he really, really gave it to them. Yeah, really good. Okay. Um, so... And he was full of himself too. You know, uh, Murray Gelman talks, uh, has a lot of Richard Feynman. What's funny is you talk to the scientists of that era, 
And so Mary Gelman has got Feynman stories about what an ass he was. And then Feynman has stories of someone else. Uh, oh, yeah, he was an ass. It's like everyone says <laughs> each other is an ass. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Like people with egos and that kind of intellect and capable of doing that level of math in their heads. You know. Um, you got folks, Tim Talk. Hello, Tim. Uh, Murphy is great in Peaky Blinder. Yeah, he is. He's really yeah. good in Peaky Blinders. He's a great a actor. He's just a great he, actor. He is, and he's um, he even admits that he's as a as a um, as a as a person, he's he's not as he's not as interesting as he is on screen. <laughs> he mm. says he's really boring. Um, he's is he going to get an Oscar for this? I hope so. He'll get a nom, won't he? Yeah, easily. Get a nod. Yeah, get a nod. Definitely. Uh, I think uh, uh, Robert Downey is going to win the Oscar. Oh, definitely. What a wow. performance from him. What a fantastic performance. So that's uh the, the competition he has, but they're never going to get nominated are the two kids from Sound of Freedom. Oh, I, I haven't seen that. Is that good? Uh, I I it, it's a good movie for what it is and the amount of money they spent on it. Mm. Uh, but the kids in it are staggering. You will oh, cool. I I'd be shocked if you don't cry at the end. It's just they are insane. That's been released in September, I think, over here. I yeah, can't it's not out yet, is it? Okay. Yeah, right, September. Okay. So uh, let's move on. Okay, on to <laughs> The Witcher. Anybody see this? Yeah. Uh, the Witcher producer on the show's controversial changes from the books. When a series is made for a huge mass of viewers and a large part of them are Americans, <laughs> these simplifications brackets are necessary the logic of the plot is less significant and then it says those people grew up on tiktok who is he talking about tiktok's only been around for about four years five years i know i know mm. yeah well it's the uh on your iPhone while watching stuff, the attention span of a gnat type. I, I guess that explains why the Witcher video time. games were so spectacularly unsuccessful in America. <laughs> oh, no, wait a minute. No. Yeah, no. And the first half a dozen um, seasons of Game of Thrones, they were universally hated. Yeah, yeah. yeah really that's unpopular. My, that's my understanding. <laughs> that Oppenheimer film, that's a complicated film. That's bombing. <laughs> um, in Japan, it is, yes. Oh, God, oh, inevitably. <laughs> um, quickly, here we go. Uh, Waylon, how do you pronounce that? Beceptus? Beceptus. Maybe we should do a Werner von Braun biopic. I think that was Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> I think <laughs> you're right. Very good. Very uh, and and I, I would say, I would put it in the context of Russia uh, and the United States space race. And the hmm. title is "Our Nazis Beat Your Nazis." <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 the that's the story there. Now this guy's an idiot. This is like absolutely crazy. I mean, the people take out of uh, a production what it is that they're capable of taking that's out of right. them. It's it's not like they're going to be quoting Chaucer, mm. you know, <laughs> through it. They're not going to make it more difficult for people to understand you do it to the best of your ability and people will understand it to the best of their capability so yeah. that's it um, that's stupid they had one of the probably one of the best professionals in the business as the league star oh 
Mm-hmm. Stream killer. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah. staggering. The, the number of times that we will sit here reviewing a film or a TV show and we'll think, do these people think we're dumb? And now it turns out that, yes, yeah. they do. They, yeah. they, they're literally saying that right in front of us. That is what they think. And yet the series they have helmed has completely tanked. So what does that say about their estimations of their own audience? Maybe they are... Have a higher opinion of your fans and it will inspire you to do better things. Don't assume that everyone watching is an idiot. You're not writing Bridgerton, for God's sake. Um, eager folks, black lives or black votes for $2. Thank you, sir. Rest in peace, Cavalon. Yes. <laughs> part of, part of the challenge with streaming is that everyone thinks that they're making mini movies and they forget that they're actually doing network television. So uh, Cavill needed to be... Uh, uh, you know, uh, needed to be Rockford or any individual British sitcom—not uh, sitcom, but drama—that you know, uh, that you have so you have so many in the UK. Yeah. Fantastic, uh, like Morse or or whatever. Uh, that's how do you like? That's what you're doing with The Witcher. That's all you want to do. Witcher's Morse. He goes from one creature to the next, and they they put in a couple of uh, overarching, uh, you know, uh, arcs, mini arcs throughout the show but it's you know you want to see it, it's it's similar to um bill bixby's uh, uh the hulk where yeah. uh every, he he demanded that he hulk out twice a show because that's what you wanted as a kid now yeah i'm oversimplifying things we you don't want witcher to turn into house because that just became boring but you got to find that in between the freedom that uh streaming let gives you but not forget that it's a goddamn network show. And that's what they did. That this is what's the frustration is. It's not hard to make this, especially when you've got Cavill. He was basically telling them what to do. What more do yeah. you need? Well, um, Ego, bank of Osman at Mr. Brown Alliance says me. I take personal offense to this. I'm American and I've paid more attention to the Witcher pros than the showrunners probably oh, paid. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably made it better than them, Hostman. Mm. But anyway, we're not going to get season four because it's, it's dead, isn't it? But it's been it's been put on hiatus, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sure. the writer's strike. Killed but it. given how unpopular it's now become, whether or not uh, is it Liam Hemsworth, the um, yeah. the one who's taking over? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would be I would be slightly surprised if we saw that come out. I don't know though. It's going to be rubbish. Netflix is ruthless with its. Uh, programming in terms of when a show dips below a certain uh, watching level. I, I can't think of a show that they have not axed that uh, when it dipped below their metrics, even uh, Cowboy Bebop was just like one or two points below what was required for them to continue it. And Netflix axed it. Although that's what you think, though, you see, that's, but they keep those things close to their chest. And I got the feeling that nobody's watching it. That's why they cancel it. Well, well, they, they know who's watching it. Mm. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they've got, the, they've got the metrics. They know the volume of, of, uh, of views that any show is getting. Yeah. They just I don't think, tell yeah, the, the surprise as well for them is that because, yeah, you're right, Paul, they really should be producing this like any other network show. But I, I think when it comes to the cancellations and, and being quite ruthless about it, 
there's a, there's an extra incentive to do that because it's not as though they are they are taking a huge risk on some unknown property which could either fail or, or succeed but it's it's really potluck as to what like none of these things should be failing the mario film could come out and make a billion dollars with no story and very little character and yet because all they did was be basically competent they've taken a well-known much-loved brand and they've turned it into an immensely profitable thing that will lead to a franchise yeah. The Witcher should have done the same thing. The Witcher is an established IP. There is no excuse for something like this failing, except for malpractice and incompetence, really. Plus, um, plus so there's a book on the way as well. Well, yeah, and I think the books will probably maintain their value and their popularity. Okay. In the same way that the Mortal Engines film, when that came out, was an absolutely garbage film. But I looked at it and I thought, well, the idea is kind of fun. I wonder what that's based on. Went away, read the books and really liked them. Still hate the film, though. So hopefully the best thing that will come out of this is that the author gets a lot more readers for his books and the series gets cancelled. That would be a nice oh, okay. testimony to the, the mis, uh, misapprehension of the person who says that Americans are too stupid to enjoy complicated storylines. What an absolute <laughs> arse. Okay. Uh, dumb. On that dumb shell, we'll move on. Okay. Yeah. Is it this one, Paul? Yeah. Yep. This this is um this was a big story to wake up to this morning. Oh, this uh, could be huge. Uh, Elon Musk, if you were unfairly treated by your employer due to posting or liking something on this platform, we will fund your legal bill. No limits. Please let us know. And then Gina <laughs> Carano. I think I qualify. Well, she absolutely. does. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Yep. I, I, for one, would relish oh, Elon Musk suing Disney oh, on Gina Carano's behalf. God, this, I'd love this. If, if, if he did this and used Twitter to document any of the legal, um, oh. these this, this legal process, uh, the number of people that it would attract to Twitter would be huge. So uh, I would say from a marketing perspective, this is this is enormous. Mm. Um, but it's so. going to I, I think I'd want to see what precisely the plan is here. So I, I like I think the idea is bold. And that's what Elon Musk is very good at. These these big, splashy, bold yeah. ideas. But what's the uh, what's the qualifying factor here? Do you just have to go to Twitter and say, hey, I was sacked and I'm suing for X amount of money and I will spend as long as as long as I need to in the court case to prove this point. So give me money. And Elon Musk has now advertised that that's what Twitter will do. Short, that, that's a, a short run to bankruptcy, surely. But there's no checking well, factor on that. Well, I would imagine he's, he's only going to... There'll be certain criteria, yes. He's not going to let open the floodgates, is he? Well, you'd yeah. hope not, but then knowing Elon Musk, he hasn't thought this through. <laughs> doesn't have to. He's, billion, he's a billionaire. He doesn't care. He's got crap loads of money give a shit does he well i mean it, it is it's one of the things that ensures that court cases are effectively time limited is that they are very expensive to do and that stops certain parties from simply taking out vexatious claims and keeping them in the courts for as long as is possible because eventually they will run out of money that that has some negative side effects which it does tend to bias in favor of either rich people or corporations but there is an important aspect to that which is that if you're simply saying to people hey go to court we'll pay forever then you're going to make the courts an awful lot of work. It's going to be incredibly difficult, and your company will be potentially liable for a bill of hundreds of millions of dollars because you're not really thinking through how you're going to uh, choose which cases to pursue and which not. And knowing Elon Musk, you know, this is a guy who's just changed the name of Twitter without thinking that, hey, maybe we should stop calling the things tweets until six weeks later. I don't <laughs> know that he's really, really mm. thought of something. I love the idea. I think it's great. I think it'll be really entertaining. But whether or not X survives it is another question. People still call it Twitter anyway. 
I yeah, I just yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, well, insane, well, not not just that. If you go to x.com, uh, it it explicitly says uh, join Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Does it, does it still X. actually say Twitter? Yeah, <laughs> and and again, you're oh, still no. tweeting. Oh. And I I did the, I said this in a video, and they've got broken links. Like it's it's he's he's done it in such a half-assed way. How how are you a internet savvy mogul and have a website that's broken? But I mean, notwithstanding that, uh, it, it, this is going to cause a chill on companies that uh, are religiously following. Uh, ESG and EDI precepts mm. uh, yeah. and saying, oh, crap, uh, this lowly plebe, maybe I can't push them around anymore. That that to me is, uh, uh, we could end up having actually less legal ramifications purely from the scare Elon is going to be putting into Fortune 500 companies over, uh, like they're going to think, they're going to think, uh, uh, you know, a few seconds longer whether they're going to can someone over a tweet. That yeah, would be no, great. No, you're right. I mean, huge implications. I don't know if it's resonating anywhere else in the world. We've got a big debanking scandal going yes. on at the moment with all the UK yeah. banks. Outrageous. Which is yeah, for, for political yeah. posts on oh social media God. are saying you can no longer bank with us. Like, it has huge implications if he goes, through. well, he actually, no, it probably has huge implications even if he doesn't really go through with it. But Right. Um, so, yeah, no, I think you're right. There could be some immense positives to take from it. It's just whether or not X survives this uh, this yeah. publicity. Well, look, look at what Farage, that is a great story. I mean, we I'm no fan of... Week. We covered that last week, yeah. I, I'm no fan of Farage, but I mean, I, go, yeah. go, go Farage. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, as I said last week, technically any one of us on here now could be debanked. Correct. Yep. It's probably going to be Ben. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my excuse to start my offshore business, though. It'll be Absolutely. fine. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think this is an interesting first salvo. Mm. If there'd be one case to do, it would be Gina Carano's. Oh, yeah. God, that would be so good. Yeah, it would be, but somehow I don't think it's going to happen. There you go. Um, Igo, how we do it? I got sacked five years ago for complaining about the company I was working for on Twitter. Yeah, wow. see, that's that's the other side of that, which is that there are certain things on Twitter or social media posts generally, which a company probably is at liberty to sack you for. That, and and one of those one. is disparagement of the company. That, yeah. that it's, um, yeah, I, I'll be interesting to see how this pans out. I think if, if he clarifies it, if he has a firm legal mind behind him, who can actually specify exactly the conditions which apply, then yeah, then it will be much yeah. more interesting and potentially it will be long-lasting. But uh, knowing Elon Musk, he is not actually planned for this. It just sounded... <laughs> he was high one day, he just finished chatting <laughs> just with Joe Rogan, and time. he thought, yeah, yeah, this yeah. sounds like a good idea. Um, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think you're right. And and I, I, I uh, thought that perhaps the reason he called uh, change Twitter to X was because he owns the uh url from 1999 yes he and, does and and that was the only reason hey we got x we're going to change it to x well apparently what? he's always Ugh. wanted to so when he co-founded paypal he wanted to call that x and then he co-founded something else and wanted to call that x and then obviously spacex <laughs> is a thing he's just there's something he called his child x something or other x <laughs> yes. is this um he's fixated on it i'm not sure why porn x that's right <laughs> uh is that you done then paul i, I have to go and make dinner 
Anything <laughs> okay. nice? I'm, I'm, I'm doing stir fry. Yes, I'm oh. doing a stir fry, a tofu stir fry with uh, hot sauce. Cool. Can mm -hmm. I come? <laughs> uh, you're more than welcome. I would, uh, I, I would love to feed all of you. I will say it's been long overdue, but a genuine pleasure to have you back, oh, my friend. Uh, listen, anytime. I always in, enjoy the game. Um, I will say congratulations on the 100k. Well yeah, deserved. well done, yeah. mate. Well, thank done. you. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next time. Yes. Yeah, uh, have me on anytime. You guys are are wonderful. It's a, it's a real joy to be here. Uh, to be on the next stream. <laughs> uh, Paul Chateau, everybody. Lovely Legend in his own lifetime. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye, everyone. Ta -da. Ta -da. Thank God he's gone. That's all I Thank for that. <laughs> <laughs> Usual joke. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So is there anything we need to add to this? Not um, really. No, I don't think so. It, it's just, uh, yeah, I just... I think this is going to end in um, more tears for Elon Musk's employees Somebody, than yes. it will for anybody else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Moving on. Uh, speaking of tears, anybody? This is confirmed. Uh, Musk and Zuckerberg are going to have it out. Why? Because they're bored tech bros with more money than sense. It's true. That's um. Yeah. It's like that YouTube video, isn't it? Two you retards fighting. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it. It'll be the greatest fight ever. I would put my money on Zuckerberg. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's he does all this anyway. Well, he does. Also, he's like pathologically committed to things. So if he if he commits to something, he will go all in. This is a guy who spent billions of dollars on the stupid Meta um, VR experience yeah, for no conceivable works. reason. Doesn't work, but he he committed. Uh, Elon Musk is just flipping, and he's. Or I think older and less healthy, and he's doing it because he thinks it would be cool. I wonder how much that would dent his image, though, if he loses a cage fight. I don't know. Speaking of flippant, hello, Vex. Hey. And there goes. Hey there. How's it going, buds? <laughs> oh, hello, God. Vex. How are you? Did you have to invite her, please? <laughs> yes. Yeah, <none. laughs> one Canadian with another. Yes. Yeah. But she's not going to be a Canadian for young for long, though. She's going to be an American soon, right? Hopefully, I'll be dual citizen soon. Hopefully, yeah. Dual, of course. Um, I'm... Oh, hello. Oh, she's she got doing well. How is everyone doing tonight? Uh, pretty good. What? Pretty good. You, you no, sound you glitched out, out, but it's all yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and she's again, gone again. <laughs> okay. Oh dear. Something okay. Wrong. I will just read the super chats. Waylon Perceptus for two dollars. <laughs> it won't be as good as Wings v Boogie. Wings v Boogie was hilarious. It I was think this one will last longer. Yes, Wings v Boogie. <laughs> the, uh, I mean, I know who, what that is, but for anyone who doesn't know who they are, they are two of the fattest people in the world. They're both YouTubers. Um, and someone thought it would be really funny to put them on an undercard fight before, I think, is it KSI versus somebody else? But by, by fat, I don't just mean fat. I mean, they make Lizzo look thin. Like, are you, they are no, thin. come on. No, no, body positive. Come on. Okay, well, th there's an immense amount of positivity there. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, Boogie, Boogie was so fat, they had to sellotape his own shorts to his stomach because they kept falling oh. off. It's like, it, was, it was morbidly entertaining. It was like the Honey Boo Boo South Park episode. 
on that but bombshell. Credit to him. Wrong. Wings, yeah. Wings worked damn hard for that, and he lost lots of weight. You wouldn't have told, no. but he did. Uh, here you go, Amelia Bedelia. The money was good for both of them. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's the only reason why I do it. But in, in this situation, I think Wings is Mark Zuckerberg and Boogie is Elon Musk. So, yeah, my money is on. Yeah, I Zuckerberg. think Zuckerberg is going to get it all day. Anyway, should we move on? Okay, Vanessa Kirby will reportedly star as Sue Storm in the Not Fantastic Four. Yep. I also Very heard serious. that the um, Fantastic Four movie is going to be a Sue Storm-centric movie. Oh, get in! She is the worst of the four characters. Oh, nice! I'm in. Yeah, she um she did she did the dirty and um, um Reed Richards, didn't she? She went off with Nimoy. So, really? Uh, yeah, in the comics, yeah, she went off. She went off with him. Um, so, yeah, I see. Actor or writer linked. Well, you keep zoning out, Fex. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to rejoin. She's going to rejoin, she said. What happens if you live in Canada? Thanks for that. It doesn't work. She's not coming back. Okay, so... Anybody looking forward to this? No. Oh, okay. I'm not looking forward to anything that Disney Marvel put out now. It's all been absolute diarrhea. If... Bishop in the bin, yes. If they make this film the way it's supposed to be made, I mean, it's not bad casting. And they, there's a rumor that um, Matt Smith is going to be Reed Richards. She's she she's she'll she'll make a good Sue Storm. But she's when they started off, she was she was quite young, wasn't she? So obviously they're playing a lot older Sue Sue Storm here. But if they do it right, it'll be it'll be it might be something that will save Marvel. Who knows? Yeah, they're not but... they're not going to though. Are no, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. You, you, everybody knows you that. could do better. Anyone could do better, actually. <laughs> Even the senator, could do better. Senator, the senator couldn't do better, but that's. No. <laughs> but you know, what I, to, what I have to do is put her in a skin tight costume because she's quite she's quite sexy. She's and, cute. You know, yeah. Here you go, yeah. Joe. Darkness poop. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, somehow you're worse. <laughs> yeah, wow. she, yeah, she is. Uh, yeah. Give us a sentence, and we'll see how long you last. Try, try and finish a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> that went well. Have you got a VPN? Uh, have you got a VPN on? I don't know. Okay. Are you in the wind? Or she breathing heavily. <laughs> Welcome Maybe. to talking sexy with Fex Electronica. Are you moist? Oh God, you moist. <laughs> Fex Earth calling Vex. She's she's got something definitely wrong. With her. <laughs> definitely wrong with her. I thing. thought my internet was bad. C apparently Canadian. Yeah, Canadian. Internet, so we needed to move to the US just for decent internet. So come on, move. Why okay. don't you? Oh no, do we uh, have a it... release date or anything yet for, for Fantastic Four? Because <sighs> I, I, I thought this was just production hell situation. You'll well, make money for you'll make money, yeah. For that's me, why I care. I but, but in terms of casting news, that's more important if you also know the film is definitely yeah, happening on. and in production. I don't know if there is any news on that front that I've missed. I don't know, it's just probably one of those urban legends of it happening. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Z? Do what? we know? Do we know anything about this? Is it going to happen? No, nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. Don't even know the basics of the story. Um, no. They'll probably try and reintroduce Doctor Doom again, which is a mistake. Mm. Uh, I just—it's just going to lose all momentum. And I think that Disney Marvel may rethink their entire superhero movie strategy after uh, the Marvels bombs. Yeah, you'd hope so. But they should have done that after Ant Man, for example, and they should also well, they should have, done have done it after, after the Eternals, after the Eternals, or after Endgame. Like. They've had plenty of opportunities, and they are stubbornly pushing ahead. The, I think the one thing we can say with reasonable certainty about this film is that it will make more money than Blue Beetle, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it will. Uh, Earth Calling Vex. Yes. S. 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 Excellent. That's so funny. <laughs> Secret oh, of comedy dear. timing. Um, oh, are you looking forward to this, Vex? No. Actually, well, we heard that. Okay. Shall we That's move it. on, Vex? Sure. <laughs> okay. I'm sure you'll make money from it. So there is some positivity. There there is. Positivity. Positivity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Smith's reps offered no comments when asked about a rumor claiming that he was offered the role of hashtag Fantastic Falls, Reed Richards, details, blah, 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 blah. Mm, okay. Well. I think he's probably going to really con consider his options very, very carefully after how Morbius turned out. Yeah, but he wasn't, yeah. Um, but he doesn't care anyway. <laughs> he's making money. He doesn't give a shit, does well, he? Well, he was you know? in, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Rise of Soywalker, wasn't he? Then he was. He got, his stuff got cut, didn't it? Yeah. Well, he has a fantastic record of being in projects which are either cancelled or his role is almost entirely removed. So, yeah, yeah Genesis right. is another example. Rise of Skywalker is another example. Um, so maybe if he signs on to Fantastic Four, we can be reliably uh, certain that it won't happen. But... I thought John Krasinski would have made quite a good Mr. Fantastic. It's well, just he's him, dead he? now, so he can't. Nah, he wouldn't have made a good Mr. Fantastic. He's too... He's, he's, he's too... not fantastic enough. Exactly. He's... He I don't understand song. what... Pe he's got big ears and he, he's not very good looking. I don't understand what people see in him. Dumbo had big ears true. as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ego, Jamalama, don't do it, Matt. Jamalama. R2, Rise of Pulp. Yeah. Um, see, here you go. This is a thinking man's joke. Smilex, was Danny Glover unavailable? <laughs> uh, Vex, hello. She is not here. She has gone to the dogs. <laughs> Are you resting, Vex? Are you pining for the fjords? <laughs> pining for the fjords? What kind of talk is that? <laughs> is he going to do it do you think who well Matt no Smith. comment normally means yes okay so it's a shoe in then folks yeah he might yeah he might i mean I, I, thing is though nobody's the thing the thing is though when they offer you a huge check you're not going to say no are you do you know what I mean? Are we fuck? Um, ego, black lives or black votes? Vex died of cringe. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did, mate, to be fair. Okay. Uh, 
Vex Electronica, there's a massive storm coming in. That's why my connection is getting gas alert, something or other. <laughs> I, don't th- I, th- I don't think Vex, she's here in spirit, but certainly not in body. Okay. Can, you, can you hear me now? Oh, all? yes. Can you hear me now, yeah. <laughs> can you hear me, Mullet? <laughs> Hi. Hello, Vex. Um, here you go, folks. Super Chats. As soon as my, my, my computer's playing up. It's going very well, is this? Gui Ramos for Real 5490. That's Brazilian folks. Kind of too late for FF and the X-Men in the MCU. It should have been ready as soon as Endgame was done. Read. Could have been the next star, Galactus. And the, sorry, Galactus, the next yeah. Thanos. But that's what everybody was hoping for. But they state, but basically, what I heard is that Fantastic Four was going to be part of Endgame until some freaking idiot and said that we should have a female-led person to take over the Avengers, and then decide to go for um. Well, it's Feige then, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Captain Marvel. Now, but but that because the because as everybody said, everyone I know said that at the end of that first first part when Nick Fury takes out his pager, it should have said four on it. It shouldn't have had the Captain Marvel thing. If it had four in it, people would have cheered in the cinema. Vex, would you have cheered? Cheered at women taking over the A. The A. (laughs) 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 We can't hear you, love. We just can't hear you. Keep breaking up. You keep ending on A like a real Canadian. (laughs) A. A. I give up. I give up. I can't do anything. I know we can hear you now. That's all good. Are you looking forward to whatever Mr. Brown was asking you about? I can't remember. My nose is dripping now with... (laughs) No, I'm... (laughs) Not looking forward to this. All right. Shall we move on? Yeah. Uh, Vex, I think the internet is fucked. Okay, let's move on. That'll be fun because knowing Vex is going to be on another stream after this. So good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, Vex. Okay, so uh, rumor has it, a Latino actor to play Galactus in Marvel Studio Fantastic Four film. Yes, because there's a Latin America in space. There is. I thought that straight away. <laughs> Vex... Well, according to Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That is where most Latin American sort of folklore and history and religion comes from. They're all space aliens. So maybe it's I the origin of, of there, folks. Yes. Yeah, it's it's the Mexico origin story. Very good. Um, Vex, do you have feelings on a Latino actor playing Galactus? If she does, we <laughs> no, will no never feelings know. at all. We'll never okay. know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, so funny. Uh, well, given the the amount of casting news that's coming out about this, I'm assuming that they are planning on this happening and actually properly happening in the relatively recent yeah, it does sound uh, like it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, I think I'm probably with the suggestion that they yeah they really should have made this. Well, a they should have planned for post Endgame way before it happened, but also it would have been the best sort of possible 
next building block. One of the things that makes the Avengers work is that you do have a codified team with established characters and you can basically just riff off of their established characters in the comics and they will have the relationships which are already well formed and having lost most of the key members, introducing a new group like the Fantastic Four or the X-Men or both would have been a very short hand way of getting past that problem of recasting people like Iron Man or finding replacements, sorry, for people like Iron Man. But they, they just seem to have stopped planning entirely even before Endgame happened. And so everything is now just playing catch up. It's on the hoof. It's like the latest well, seasons of well, Lost, and they don't know what's just going on. Ego, uh, Drew Gordon, Pedro Pascal as Galactus. <laughs> well, he's been in everything else, isn't he? So. <laughs> uh, Stephen Amore, Galactus has been eating undercooked chicken in that pic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, here you go. This is what I was thinking. Atom Gray. Are we supposed to care that he's Latino? It's just a stupid logic of, of um, uh, Hollywood these days. It's stupid. I mean, uh, when he's Elweg, it's when he's Zegler, she's going to be Galactus. <laughs> I wouldn't Tick be surprised those if boxes. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a woman that they cast as Galactus. Tick I wouldn't be surprised those at all. boxes. And Rachel Ziegler seems to be on a complete destruction tour of, of her reputation and the film she's attached to. I, don't, I can't remember the last time an actor said so many objectionable things in such a short run of time. Every time she's in the media, she says something incredibly self-serving and offensive and irritating. Um, she, she could well get her film it. canned. I mean, she's just so unself-aware and egotistical. It's quite uh, spectacular. Here you go, Melvin Deeply. I'd tick her box. Who's he referring to? Zegler, is it Zegler? Uh, abject mediocrity, Lizzo for Galactus, big enough. No, big she can play the planet that he eats. There you go. Black hole, think about it. Yeah. Thinking man's joke, swallows bananas. Here we go. Should we move on then? Yes. Move along. Uh, Vex, anything to add before we move on? Testicles. Okay. Let's oh. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Loki season two has a reported budget of one for one point three million, twenty three and a half million per episode. Anybody see the trailer for this this week? I this any... trailer, but that's a stupid <laughs> amount of money to pay to spend on a show that no one will watch. Is it? Is anyone going to be watching this? I'm not going to be watching it. Ivex. <laughs> it's a big waste of everyone's time watching a show like this. I'm going to watch it because I hate myself. <laughs> I'm going to watch it because I hate myself also. Mm-hmm. But Tim, uh, sorry, Tom Iddleston is good watch. It doesn't matter oh. how good he is. If the show's crap, it's crap. <sighs> I understand why people have to watch it to make money. That's fine. But, you know, if you're a normie and you don't make money, there's no excuse. You're, you're an idiot so, if you watch so stuff you know, like Amelia this. Amelia I'm watching yet. Same here, I am as well. Rubbish. I ain't watching it. Uh, Jay Gurren, I'll skip cookie. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh. Why is it depressing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Waste of everyone's time. <sighs> Disney. How did he get to this, folks? 
They allow Fuck. the mad people in. That's oh, the they might allow them in. So. Christ. It's like a cope stream, this, isn't it? Here you go, in the bin, yeah. In the bin. Mega Spider-Man. Loki deserves better and so yes. They I, I don't I, I really cannot believe it. If somebody would when we started watching Marvel films and we were all into it and we oh, thought man, it was we great. Massively into if it. somebody said to me, right, that they were gonna literally destroy themselves by putting in crap into it and disrespecting the the heroes, and I would never have believed it. I'm going to start my new business and I'm going to take many years to build this business up. Yeah, I'm going to put many it. man hours into making this the best products I can make and make some profits. And then once I'm at the top, I'm just going to turn it to shit. Well, uh, yeah. Madness. You know, Madness. you know what though? I just got the strange feeling. I, I don't understand how Fakey could turn. Um, how how could Fakey turn into this kind of Fakey? Because when he first started out, he go. was doing everything right, right? It's called so Black Rock, mate. I reckon. I reckon that basically he was sleeping with all <laughs> with everyone. <laughs> all the um, girls. That I will say him. the uh, the the uh, opinions and views of the guest do not necessarily <laughs> represent the channel that's not what you said in the green room <laughs> so there you go mentioned in the green room stays in the, stays green, in the green room, room. okay <laughs> i really have no faith in kevin feige whatsoever he's just turning into the kathleen kennedy of the mcu he is yeah i've been told stop talking over you ian oh were you okay oh thanks brian he's defending me good chap <laughs> Mega spoken. <laughs> yeah. Have you finished? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's move on. Moving on. Oh no. Who's going to be watching this? Show? Right. Okay. This is the news of the week for me. Despite declining viewership and box office losses, Marvel Studios rumored. Everybody waiting. This is the biggie, folks. Rumored to make Agatha Harkness. <laughs> Gay in Disney Plus series. Yes, I'm going to sleep well tonight. Is he going to shut down well? I don't know. Hmm? Are you going to shut down well tonight, knowing she's gay? No. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, why? What is the point? Well, A, what's the point of this entire show? Because very few people watch WandaVision. And she was not exactly the standout performer. I think she, she's been in some good stuff. I can't remember the actress's name, but she, she's quite funny sometimes. But one division was not popular enough to spawn this. This is not popular enough to say, hey, we're going to take a stand for diversity in media and make this Represent character whose name you probably don't remember, even though it's on top of the door. We're going to make her gay. Fantastic. Well done. Um, I don't care. Nobody cares. I do. You see, the thing is, right, what, what happens is that when they do something like this, all the LGB or whatever people come out and they support it on on um, Twitter or whatever media platform there is. And, there's, and it seems like that's what people want. Then when the show comes out, they don't watch it. They they don't watch it. And well, so they, they watch it for about four seconds. Yes, I'm saying, haven't have they TikTok, not learned? Isn't it? It's on to TikTok. Yeah. Haven't they learned that that's what happens? It's not our world anymore, Ian. It is our just, world. We live in it. 
But it's not aimed at us anymore. People who know what decency well, is not. If they, if they want to make money, they should aim it at us. No. If they don't want to make money, they should carry on making crap like this. Um, this one's for you, Lord. Do you want to um, read, please? I can from Weird and Bersevis. I love how it is the little platoon who just says why. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's that's all there really is to say. That why is the is the most important question about this entire endeavor. The show has no reason to exist. The character oh, is not well known or well loved. The thing that spawned it isn't well known or well loved. And the sexuality of the character, though it's not unsurprising that a, a late middle-aged woman who practices witchcraft should be a lesbian, nevertheless, it's not it's not exciting and it's not bold or pushing any boundaries. So what's the damn point? Uh, black lives are black votes for $2. Seriously, who that is Agatha? That's a good question. Agreed. But I don't understand. They're, they're doing what they're doing now. They're basically um, taking secondary characters in comics and they're making a film like Craven the Hunter. Why would you make a, a whole movie about Craven the Hunter? He's hardly remembered in Spider Man anyway, but yet they're making a movie. I'd never him. heard of him, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And same thing with this character as well. Nobody cares about her. Nobody knew she existed, apart from people who read red comics, of course, the proper comics. And and nobody would be asking for this. It's just the, the agenda being pushed. That's basically what rammed down our throats. Um, yeah. Here you go, Peter Pidrak for five dollars. Vex, welcome to Mercia. By the way, white man BBG at my place anytime. Okay. BBG, I don't know. Big black, big bosom girls. Um, gong? No. Big bosom girls. Anyway, let's move also, on. Agatha doesn't even have the decency to be an attractive lesbian. So again, what's the point? <laughs> You're on Twitter, right? You've seen the majority of lesbians. This is a good point, but I don't have to. I don't have to see those. That's the point. So the lesbians don't have any business being in media unless they are attractive, and it's nice to watch them. That's my that's my stance on lesbianism. Um, oh, speaking of lesbians, uh, movie cynic, <laughs> you've never heard of Craven? Craven, yeah, Craven. I will say Craven. In the I UK. had never heard of Craven either. Well, you know what it is, don't you? It's a uh, it's a cereal made by um, Kellogg's the, Craven. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I have heard of Craven, uh, lesbian cynic. He he doesn't deserve his own movie, but what the brown? Yeah, that's my uh, name. What the fuck? <laughs> I know uh, I know a lesbian that's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> oh, but... good for you. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh... <laughs> She's not on Twitter. Um, no. See, here you go. Craven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a movie about John Craven. <laughs> it's a lose-lose, though. So either this story is completely unconnected to everything else, in which case you've got an irrelevant character in an irrelevant story, or they try and make it highly relevant to events that happen <sighs> later on in the MCU, in which case you're basically predicating much of Phase 5 and or 6 on a show that no one will watch. So there is no way I can see that this will be a success. I would love to be proven wrong, but I would be very surprised if I am. Wouldn't it be fantastic yeah. if we came back here in, say, nine months and said, fucking hell. Uh, Agatha is actually surprisingly good. Fucking hell. What well, a To be program. fair, when Hawkeye came program. out, I never, I never thought in six, ten, twelve months' time I would be looking back on Hawkeye and saying, you know what, that's the best of the Disney Plus Marvel shows. And yet, here we are. So, um... Mm. 
it's a chance. Really? Okay. Mm. Um, Ian, do you want to say shit in your best it's shit voice? Please. It's shit. There you go. <laughs> drink, everybody. Okay, let's move on. Okay, some blunt news, everybody. Mm. Emily Blunt says that she, Cillian Murphy and Killian. John Gillian. Killian. 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 Gillian. Killian. Murphy and John Krasinski have uh, discussed a quiet place three. Presumably in sign language. Yes, for fear of being taken loud. Um, it would happen. Well, they, they they made a lot of money in the last two, last two, didn't they? I saw so, the first one. I liked it. Yeah, I've not seen see the, the second one. one. No, I didn't see the second one. But you know, I mean, the, you know, it's a, Sorry, they're turning into a franchise, aren't they? So you know, good for them because they'll make a crap load of money out of it. Yeah, I thought the first one was really good. Mm, so did I. So good, I didn't watch the second one. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Anybody seen the second one? Space between the first one and the second one makes you makes you not want to watch it because you just forget about it. You do, yeah. Ego, it, it probably would have made, been a fantastic TV series, but anyway, um, side of feet, Quiet Place 2 wasn't needed, this less so. I just yeah, think I it's too unbelievable that a woman could be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. Go in the bin, mate. Where's <laughs> a droid who can say such things? Mm. Okay. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll jump out the window. And sorry, folks. Sorry, sorry. That's Kellyanne Murphy. Sorry, folks. I disrespected him. Sorry, sorry. I'll. I'll it's jump it's out. mostly Americans who mispronounce the name while simultaneously claiming that they have a huge amount of Irish ancestry and yet they can't pronounce a basic Irish name. So I was surprised to hear you doing it, but um, it is in fact Killian, not Cillian. I will jump out the window after the stream, folks. I think we're about 30 feet up, so um, I'll probably hurt my legs at least. Okay. Should we move on? Yep. Move on. Okay. More blunt. Um, Emily Blunt says the script for Edge of Tomorrow 2 is done and she's ready to film it. I would love to make it a reality. How many Mission Impossibles does, open brackets, Tom Cruise, close brackets, need? Come on. I mean, yeah, I mean. First one was great. Yeah, it was good. Great but film. I'm, I think she's saying that because she's got a huge part in it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Tom Could Cruise is a bit ropey these days anyway. Well, it is 61. I know, I know. But the first one was a major box office disappointment, wasn't it? It was. I think it was marketed poorly, to be fair. I think it done well, you know, Blu-rays and, and stuff. Well, it's so. not a bad film, don't get me I wrong. I think it's a great film. It just wasn't received very well. No. Yeah. Lord, did you watch um, Edge of Tomorrow? I think that passed me by, so no. <gasps> okay. He shot, lot, he shot a lot of it in England, didn't he not? They did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the battle sequence as well is a uh, homage to Saving Private Ryan as well. Tom Cruise plays a coward in this until the middle of the film. Yeah. First time ever playing a coward. It's a really good film. Mm. Here you go. Um, R2. 
It was marketed very poorly, yes. Um, Cosmic Castaway. They should have kept the Japanese title. All you need is kill. Mm, yeah. Because <laughs> was it? It was called Edge of Tomorrow, and then they changed the name literally a few weeks later to Live Die Repeat, didn't they? No, I think it was the subtitle, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, was like the tagline. Uh, okay. Thing, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I will say, folks, if you've not watched it, it's a great film. Here you go, Tom. Tom has some thoughts. Great film, terrible title, yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's also a, great a film. Dave Cullen review of this from two days ago. So that's yeah, I saw that. Watch. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, some decent sci-fi. It's out there, folks. And I know it's Tom Cruise, but yeah. I think Dave Cullen should basically um watch films when they actually released. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of later, yes. Later, yeah. Later, yeah. two years later. I like to review this film. <laughs> I like that. I, I like to review the latest film from Stanley Kubrick, yeah. 2001. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. That's the one thing I agree with him. He said 2010 is better than 2001, and I actually agree with him there. But there you go. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. Didn't he say this Doug about Lyman. The Flash as well? Yes, he did. Uh, what are you doing, Tom? How much are they paying you? No, I. Yeah, this is a did. meme. Oh. I realise what this is. Yeah, the pe oh. when I saw this, the penny dropped. Tom hasn't seen Blue Beetle. This is the meme. Yeah. You didn't see the other one either. It's a good, yeah, it's a good meme because it's equivalently believable of either film. That we it could all be believed to. the first one, didn't we? We said about the uh, fl the slash. We I didn't believe it. what he said. Yeah. I believe that he might have seen it, but um Yeah. Blue Beetle's gonna do very well though, isn't it? No, it's not. What was the, the, the box office prediction? It was a tiny was it like twelve billion in an opening weekend? 10? It was an astonishingly low amount for a, a big budget superhero. Film. Isn't that Iron Man's mask? <laughs> oh yeah. You would like be forgiven for thinking it, yes. It's Latino Iron Man. Latino what? Man. What is what? But look, good. why don't? Oh, for God's sakes, I don't care. I really don't care. It's just shit. It's yeah. the Cayman Rider nobody asked for. Exactly. I'm wondering whether it'll even be worthwhile doing a video on this one because I think the majority yeah, of people work, don't mate. even know it's happening. I need the work as well. Uh, <laughs> okay. Michael Scott, are you not entertained? Yes. <laughs> consume yeah. next. That's what it is, isn't it? It's just consume next. Or is it me? Next. Okay. Well, I quite enjoyed the Blue Beetle character in season two of Young Justice, but there's no way in hell he deserves his own movie. It's mm. just too obscure. Now, yeah. I appreciate that the Guardians of the Galaxy were also obscure, but, you know, that had an absolutely storming story to it. Mm. But and isn't this... from the trailer of this one, it doesn't. And that whole Batman's a fascist line oh, has put say, me yeah. right off. Mm, same here. Even with the um, the second trailer, they they had the chance to remove that, and it was still in. The director apologised for it, apparently. Oh, it's okay. Well, there, that's though. a start. Yeah, okay. It's still in there, though. It's, right. Okay. Real crap, isn't it? Um. Okay. In the bin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Didn't you say the other day, if you ever heard that theme music, no, you would be happy if you never heard that I theme would. music again. I would and yet here you are singing it. You, you <laughs> have to, you have to do the theme every time she appears. But it the plays thing is, my, da, 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 da. thing is, though, she, you know, she, she's a good um, Wonder You'd Woman. You'd give her one, is what you're saying, wouldn't you? No, oh, she God, isn't yeah. a good Wonder Woman. She's a terrible actress. Yeah, all right, she's a terrible actress, but she, she's the look. Of one woman, she's, she's yeah, got she's got the look, but she yeah. sounds like she's reading her she's lines phonetically from cue cards. <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, you're right, Ian. Ian, right. marks out of 10, what would you give? Well, I think I'll give her marks out of 10, everybody. One, <laughs> you'd give her one out, you'd give her one. Okay, I still when... think Linda Carter is so much better looking than her, though. Oh, here you go. This is a good call. What's that? Recast her with Atwell. Oh. I believe Hayley Atwell is probably too old. Yeah, she is. Oh, no. She's in her 40s, isn't she? She's in her 40s. I, if, if Wonder Woman, uh, Atwell was Wonder Woman, I don't think I'd get out of the cinema alive. <laughs> Thing is, though, you know, they should just oh. cast an unknown as Wonder Woman. They really should, like Chris Reeves, because we didn't know who Chris Reeves was. There you go. I'd give a one. Cast someone. Just cast someone really um, cool. For about half a second in my head, I, I thought, you're saying, what, Chris Reeves is Wonder Woman? And then I thought, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, when this appeared on the Twit Twats, guess mm. what started trending straight away? Because there was a lot of people not happy. Kalel, no. Kalel, no. <laughs> Cavill, anything like that. Yes, just trending to. But how so it is a big fuck you to Henry Cavill, though, isn't it, is. it? Well, they didn't like. Everybody knows they didn't like um, Henry Cavill because Henry Cavill stands for 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 logic and 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 um, professionalism, professionalism, and, stuff, and yeah. they don't like that. So the thing is, though, what I don't understand is what's all that talk about throwing away Zach's universe, and now they're saying that she's part of this one, and it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense, you know? No, I, I think they should have done a really clean break. They, they shouldn't yeah. have half the cast returning and half of them not. If you're really trying to reboot the whole thing, you don't bring back memories of the Snyderverse, which mm. is what this will do. Or alternatively, okay, this is the solution. If they're going to do this film, <clears throat> excuse me, if they're going to do this film, just say, look, okay, fans, this is James Gunn, yeah? Okay, fans, we're listening to what you say. We'll give you one more Cavill Superman as a big thank you to the fans. And that's it. No, Make a billion do dollars. Millions, isn't it? I mean, they wouldn't do that because that's logic. No, <laughs> because we that. wish it. That's why. That's right. Because you wish it. Mm. Okay. Is it going to happen then, this, do we think? It is, we hope it? not. <sighs> Find someone new. If you're rebooting the universe, reboot everybody. Okay. Mm. Amelia Lizzo. Is that Wonder Woman? <laughs> I think Lizzo's in trouble anyway, so uh, I think she's uh, got bigger fish to fry, as it were, at the moment. Yeah, you? so she can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Banana. <laughs> Banana in the tailpipe. Okay, should we move on? Yep. They're going to make a film about Monopoly. They are. They are. They, I mean, there are so How? many fun How? ways you can do How? this. There, there are loads of them. I, I, I did. Um, well, my pitch. My pitch on Twitter was: um, it starts off as this seemingly sort of family-friendly thing, and they're all sitting down to play a game of Monopoly. But then it devolves into this slightly supernatural 
um, John Carpenter-esque thing when everyone starts hating each other and their suspicions of supernatural possession, and then eventually it turns to bloodshed and they all kill each other. And then the dad, like the dad, force feeds his wife a bag of hotels because she won't pay, and then he kills her, and then he turns the gun on himself. And then, at long last, the final shot of the uh, final shot of the film is the camera just pans over this blood-stained floor onto the Monopoly board, right to the middle of the Monopoly board, and the Mister Monopoly man in the middle just winks at the camera, and it cuts to black, and that's your Monopoly film. That could be really <laughs> fun, but um, yeah, I don't know what they'll do with this, but I don't think it will be as fun as that. Uh, abject mediocrity do as a wolf of wall street style film so i don't understand so if they make this film right are they going to have a boot that comes to life and a dog that you know that wanders around talking about buying houses and stuff how is this going to work you know what i mean it's just it makes no sense Um, (laughs) ego jay goodwin Plutes wants Monopoly Jumanji crossover. Yeah, that'd be all right. I wouldn't be opposed. Jumanji was quite fun from what I remember. Yeah, I like quite Jumanji. Good. Yeah, I quite liked it, yeah. I like the remake as well. The, the remake. Um, somebody's paying you a compliment, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I can say is if you've ever Look. played a game of Monopoly with your family, you know yes. what I'm talking about. That's much more true to life than you would think. Hmm. I've not played Monopoly in a long, long time. Here you go, Bank of Oseman, and Mr. Brown lines to me. If they did a zany with dark with darker undertones, 30 style animated film, this could be good. They can't because um they're trying to attract the kids, right? Because um is it Mattel? Is it Mattel that owns Monopoly? Who owns Monopoly these days? I think it oh is, is it? it? I'm not sure. Is it Hasbro? Oh, Hasbro. Hasbro. I think it's Hasbro, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. bought everything, didn't they? Because they're, 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 they're for, for children, aren't they? They're, they're aiming their stuff at kids, so that they won't make it dark. Although they should make it dark, to tell you the truth. Because that'd be fun. Just think of the number of capitalism jokes we're going to have to put up with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you go Hasbro, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, Hasbro bought everything, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, I never, I never thought that a Lego movie would work, but it worked. Oh, yeah, they so, did. I thought it was, it was quite great. funny, the first yeah. one, yeah. So, um, Ego Smalex, uh, Ridley Scott was attached to this a decade ago. Wow, why? Uh, Amelia Bedelia, I'm a banker, trust me. Are you available? <laughs> <laughs> I'll mind you, you live in Kansas. Okay, I'll tell her about Okay, so mm, mm, might be interesting, yes. I, I think, don't see how they can make this into a movie, mm, to tell you the truth. I think it will be difficult. I, I think the fact that it is so unsuited to a movie makes it potentially more interesting, just because you will have to go yeah. out of your way to, to try and create a story within it. So you could do so many interesting things. My idea was slightly tongue-in-cheek, but there are so many ways of bringing it to life um, that, yeah, I, I would be surprised, wouldn't be surprised, sorry, if this did turn out to be maybe better than we think. $1 but that's not dollars. to say that it will be good. But it is part of this big trend at the moment. Almost like there's this huge number of um, genres now. It's basically a genre of its own in in filmmaking, which is just basically films as advertisements for products. So Barbie yeah. is arguably one of those. Super Mario is definitely one of those. Yeah. And the fact that both Mattel and Hasbro are looking into getting into filmmaking is basically just, hey, go watch the film now. Buy the board game, please. I, I'm not opposed as long as they do find good, fun, interesting stories to do with them, which you can do. But it is um it is quite a cynical motive. And it also probably weighs against the idea that they might find interesting things to do, is that they are principally interested in flogging product as opposed to telling stories. So I'd, we'll see. I'd love a Halo film, but they fucked that, didn't they? 
Yeah. I, I really don't. I really, at this moment in time, I can't see how they can make this into a movie. As I said, you know, is it going to be a boot? You know, you usually get a boot. Was it a car, a dog? A, and the houses are red and blue. And I was always the battleship. You know, it's like, yeah, how were you? <laughs> I was always okay. the boot for some reason. <laughs> it's you like, need the boot. Okay, yeah. let's move on. What's this? This one surfaced again, folks. Oh, no. um, oh. Shinji Amaki confirms he directed an Alien v Predator anime series that is complete and locked away at what? Disney. Yeah. Mm. Okay, mm. there you go. Not much you can say about that then. The stream killer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not much you can say about that. I like that I, it I would took, love took place to. on a ship used for immigration, which might be why Disney <laughs> panned it, um, just because it, it seemed to be sensitive and, and hot button. Um, yeah, oh, I, I, I don't know. Button. I don't know. I like that. Besides that, I, I know nothing about this, so the, there's not a huge amount See, to the, say. The, the natural progression for aliens is that they come to Earth. That's the natural progression. Um, you know, if they, you're going to make another alien film, that's what you should do. They come to Earth. They kind of um, in, in, infest a small town and then they keep growing and growing and, and the earth is in trouble. And then right at the very end of the show, the predators turn up. That's yeah. how it should end. That's how well, it should they, so they did slightly do that with, is it AVP2? Um, so that, yeah, that's when the predator ship crash lands. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, ni neither of those were particularly good. I think some of the action was quite interesting, but. Um, mm. Yeah, so so yeah, aliens are on Earth. That that was the oh yeah the the Icelandic pyramid. Oh God, stuff is coming back to me about those films. Yes, okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> true God. I, I like it. Maybe like it's this yeah. a post-apocalyptic or like an aliens apocalypse kind of thing where like mm. it's set in the far future after the aliens have made it to Earth, and so there's a band of humans surviving on this newly um. Uh, desecrated planet not brian apparently schofield and edwards <laughs> but that's what they should do right because the the last one which was really awful not not the one with uh um sigourney weaver and you know and rider the last one they actually reached earth so they can continue from that point on and still have sigourney weaver and it could be years later that she's a lot older you know um, as the clone clone version and aliens actually invade uh, you know earth and that, and that could be a good story you know but they're not going to do that. Uh, stupid. You know, we've triggered Swap Shop. I bet there's no ESG content, so they'll never release it. Hmm. Yeah, probably. But probably. It, it can be much less, much less thought through than that. I think the mere fact that it's on a ship used for immigration, as as mentioned in that tweet, is probably <laughs> enough for a corporation. Honestly, they will take an incredibly cautious approach to anything, even related to a sensitive political issue that they don't like. So it's mm. fine to push the transgender, but it's not fine if you can maybe mention an immigration ship that the right wing can use against you. Like, uh, that, that is enough to cancel it. I, I had an ad contract cancelled in a video because I took the piss out of furries during Pride Month. Corporations are incredibly sensitive. And this is mm. Disney, which is probably more sensitive than most. Uh, uh, Joe Darkness, Aramaki did some really great anime. Appleseed, etc. There you go. Hmm. Okay, so we're never going to see it. We're not. Oh. This was released in the States this week, wasn't it? Is it released over here too? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's here. 
Is anybody, does anybody care about this? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mayhem opens 43. Actually, is it over here? I'm not sure. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I don't think care. Cynic cares, but I don't I don't care because I have taste. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I hear this one's really bad. I hear it's um, got crap in it. So, um, And also the animation. Um, I, I, I'm not a fan of that kind of animation, to tell you the truth. But um, it's one of the reasons why I didn't go see that spider Miles Morales film because I don't like that that style of animation. Really, I, I thought the animation was that was one of the things I quite liked about it. But it made me feel sick. Oh, yeah, no, I could see why. It's well, um three D. I was watching it in three D. I was like, Bleh. oh yeah, that wouldn't help. There you go, <laughs> Jay Goodwin in the bin. Yeah, uh, black lines. The thing is, though, they look they look better than the um, other film, the one where they looked really ugly. Was it who's it directed by Michael Bay? The Michael Bay version. Oh my god, they looked <laughs> scary, didn't they? They really did. I think it's better than the Michael Bay version, is probably just a truism. Like, it's true of everything. Everything yeah. is better than the Michael Bay version. <laughs> I, I like the trend though in animation. I like that animation is becoming a little bit more imaginative. It's not always the same sort of boring CGI hellscape thing. They are trying new things to make them visually distinctive. I don't like this style particularly, but I've, I've not seen the film. Maybe it works better in motion. Um, but yeah. I, I thought Spider-Verse was very like, artistically creative. I didn't see it in 3D, though, and I imagine that probably makes a difference. Yeah, I saw it, I saw it before it was released. Uh, the first one over here, and the, the, the um, animators came up on stage and, and spoke about it and stuff like that. But um, I was really surprised that everyone said it was such genius writing because I was like, no, it wasn't. Oh, no, the writing was not. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of people was like, the script script is brilliant. I'm like, really, it wasn't. (laughs) So um, I don't know. I don't know. This this, this looks, I don't know. I don't think I'll go and see it, tell you the truth. I don't care. I just always assumed that because there's a subset of 80s comics-inspired things which I just don't get on with. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is one of them. And so the, I, I assumed I'd be in the minority and not giving a shit about this because I, I find the concept a bit cringy. But um, maybe it's maybe it's a more general point. I don't know how popular Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is these days. Well, in America, my friend in New York, they had a screening of the first film, the Jim Henson movie. And um, my friend is a huge fan and he tried to get in, but he couldn't. The cinema was packed. He oh. wanted to see the very first one. I think they did it to promote this one. So, you know, there are still fans okay. out there of, of Teenage Mutant uh, Ninja Turtles. Big O, Cosmic Castaway. This one's for you, Lord. Uh, watch Kill La Kill? What's or that? Kill L.A. Kill L.A. Kill. I don't know. I've not heard of it. I'll have to look it up. I think that's mm. one for the list, then. My list is endless. The, the chances of me actually getting to the bottom <laughs> in my lifetime are pretty small. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's move on. Nobody cares. Ultimately, apart from Cynic. Ding, 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 ding. Giancarlo Esposito, I am deeply, deeply saddened by the passing of my dear friend and dynamic human, Mark Magolis. You made me laugh, made me cry, doubled over with laughter, but more than anything, you made me think. Always honest always true i will miss you i am grateful to have had time with you ding 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 yeah ding. exactly <laughs> yeah he was he's been in a lot of stuff isn't he he's one of those actors that when you see his face you don't know his name 
He was in an episode of Star Trek Next Generation. He was, he, yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, Ectolauron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great actor. Um, here you go, Jay Goodwin. He, he was great in Scarface. Was he in Scarface? He was, he was okay. in Scarface, yeah. He was a good actor. Good in Better Call Saul. He was in that. He was in a lot of stuff. He was in um, the Blacklist. He was in. He's been in a lot of TV shows. You know, loads and loads. So, yeah, good actor. It's a shame he's gone. Um, I think he was in his eighties. He was. He was. Was he eighty-two? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, so here we go. Sorry. Uh, secret comedy timing. M. Duke, eighty-three is a good life. It is. It's not bad. Mm. Yeah. It's not bad. Okay, so um I'd love to live up to ninety something. The old fella's ninety-five. Okay. Fantastic. Right, okay. Should we move on then? So uh rest in peace, Mark Magolis. Ding 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 ding. Anybody see this? I did, yeah. yes. Thousands of teens descend on Union Square Park in NYC after a famous Twitch streamer held a PS5 giveaway. He was arrested, wasn't he? He did a what, what, what? He was doing a... Uh, he said to all his uh, Twitch streamers, uh, we're going to be giving some PS, so PlayStation 5s away. I think it was more than that. It was gaming PCs as well. It was oh, was it? Big, okay. A big tech giveaway. And uh, he just came on Twitch and said, Kay hey, come to, come, come to this place in New York. It'll be free. And so what happens when you announce in a city like New York that there's free stuff? Right. Loads of people turn up and they start rioting because cities uh, are shit. Uh, 12 people injured. 65 people arrested, including Senate. 30 of whom were juveniles and the NYPD are going to throw the book at him. Good. Mind you, it's not the only time a Twitch streamer has been mentioned in the same name as theft. So, you know, th there is that. Um, I just, oh, I absolutely hate them. They are cancer. Twitch streamers, that is, as well as certain people in New York. Mm. Here you go, Tom. I watched one of his videos, Unbearable Brain Damage. God, I wish somebody would stop doing that. <clears throat> uh, Drew Gordon, yeah, here we go. Thinking man's joke. Mega City One is cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. I'm going to be there soon. I'm going to be there end of what, September. In New York, in New York. I'm going to New York in September. Okay. Well, you should announce a free tech giveaway. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to go to Times Square and I'm going to be giving away free PCs and, and PS5s and you'll get thousands of people there and it'll be really exciting what, until you get Why don't you do one, Lord? Give your, you know, your uh, Cyberdyne systems computer that doesn't work. Give that away. Because I, I have principles. I don't like giving <laughs> things away that don't work. Okay. You heard it first, folks. Principles. You don't like it. Ego. <laughs> um, Common people escape from New York 2023. <laughs> Very good. Well, what, I mean, what an idiot to do that, though. Why would you do that? Lie and say that. 
Well, I don't think it was a lie. I think he was actually planning on giving away this stuff. But he's got um, a stupid amount of followers on the yeah. I mean, lots of Twitch streamers do that. That they sit there, they watch other people's videos, they get millions of followers and millions of dollars, and they they make a huge amount of money. They buy all of the expensive stuff, then they turn around and say, "Oh well, of course I'm a socialist, don't you know?" Um, And there was a video of this guy in the back of a van. I think it was. I don't know if it was a police van or some protection van. Anyway, looking out of the window and basically saying. Isn't it great? They're all like fighting in solidarity. I think that's not what's happening. This is mob behavior and complete social decay. What are you talking about, you uh, idiot? You go, Bank of Hostman Hassan should be sent to Iraq. See how he likes it then. <laughs> uh, but what just was a... his plan, though? He said he was going to give away. It's all good. It just. Yeah. His plan was to get his name in the front of newspapers and ah, right. online well, websites <laughs> and be talked about all over social media, and it's worked. So credit the to the guy. Reasons, yeah. Nobody knows quite how to grift like a Twitch streamer, so he's doing a very good job. Well, he'll, he'll probably have a long time to think about it when he's bending down for the uh, soap in how, the showers. How does, out? how does it come to this that people... I don't know, Ian. Um, they, they, they so crave attention. It's absolutely ridiculous to the extent that they do this. Mm. I don't understand how it's come to this. Well, Was people a... really that lonely before well, the advent of the internet? Well, I will say... It's a, kick... yes. huh. it's a kick in the bollocks to anybody who's got even an ounce of talent. And doesn't get anywhere, but anyway, let's move on. Move along. Move along. Hello, Renny. Oh, not this stupid woman who's talking <laughs> bollocks. Seriously. She deserves to be paid for every second we sail the seven seas. Ooh, Seriously. Every Seriously. time she opens her mouth, something completely yeah. self-absorbed and unself-aware comes out. Well, it's 22. It's I know, but she she is the epitome of everyone's worst impression of twenty two year olds. That's her. I mean, she's just staggeringly self obsessed, narcissistic, and entitled. You, but hold you're wearing on. a dress on a screen. You're yeah. well paid for it. Stop complaining. Get back but, to work. But listen, right, what makes me laugh is that <laughs> what makes me laugh is that she's all, all right looking, right? She's like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, mm, you know, bust no, a bust a gut. Not, not mine. You know, mm. but. She's up against Gal Gadot. So what's Gal Gadot going to say in the mirror? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the first on the wall? It's you. Okay, end of film. Do you know what I <laughs> mean? The the film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the, what's the point of the movie? It really makes no sense. Anyway, silly. Very silly. Nobody watches Disney Plus anyway, so she's fucked. Well, she's doing her best to make sure it never even makes it to Disney Plus. Yeah. I mean, she, honestly, the the amount of ill will she will be generating from this, and it won't just be from online sort of right wing reactionary types. It'll be from basically normal people who look at her statements and say, "Hang on a minute, why are you trying to turn Snow White into a young woman's feminist uh, ideal of power hungriness?" Well, because that's that's the first one that she said is that, of course, it's not 1943 anymore. She's not going to be craving after a prince. She's going to be about leadership. So you're craving power. That's that's how you you've read that story and you've said, you know what the problem with that is? The hero was not a villain. That's the problem. So now I'm going to make her a power hungry maniac. But that, but 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 it's not Snow White then. If you're gonna if you're gonna make that somebody story, said off white. <laughs> yeah, it's not Snow White because right. how can it be Snow White if you've changed the story? It's not the story of Snow White. So I don't understand why they're calling it Snow White. Ego red side. That is not beauty. That is illness. Ooh, <laughs> brutal, brutal. 
thing is they they're all drinking the kool-aid down there aren't they all of them you know it's ridiculous i think she more than others so I, I don't remember when when the little mermaid was coming out i don't remember this <laughs> level of so like it's almost projection she's she's working very wow. very hard to compensate for something mm. um and and she's being incredibly abrasive as she's doing that. She's being objectionable. She's being egotistical. And she is being about as off-putting as it's possible for a young woman to be. I don't remember that being true even of The Little Mermaid. We were all told that, of course, you have to support it because, hey, diversity is good. But the cast in that, um, what's Haley Bailey didn't come out every single day and start saying, oh, yeah, well, um, I, I want this, that, and the other, and if you don't respect me, then you're evil, and I want more money and give me all the money, because that's really what it's all about. No, she's just a bitch Absolute even bitch. even um gal gadot i saw an interview with her and gal gadot and gal gadot was agreeing with her my god what are these people on how could you sit there and say all that crap we don't have uh, seven dwarfs anymore we have what do we have magical do people we... was it now is that what yeah. they what, um, the, what are they on certain channels there is a rumor going that disney know uh, Sn yeah. Snow White and the uh, politically correct seven people is yeah. a dud, and they're trying to get the trying to bin it. They 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 definitely are. They um, know it's a dud. Well, it's um, is it so? Who's the guy that runs it again? Bob Bob Igor. He's um, is it Bob Igor? I can't remember the fellow's Iger, name. Igor. Yeah, Igor. Igor. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> well. He, um, uh, according to Doomcock rumors, and I love, I love Doomcock rumors. You should salt everybody. Exactly. He, he was always against this nonsense, but he couldn't stop it for various reasons. And now he's got a chance to stop it all. He's firing people left, right, and center. Yeah, but I, I imagine it was greenlit under the previous incumbent. Is it Bob Chapek was the one yeah. who, who was there? For, I imagine that's when this came about. And Bob Chapek was much more in bed with with activist tendencies and much more keen to see them put on the screen bob Iger, i think is more of a businessman mm. and is starting to recognize how toxic this this kind of thing is um but it probably is it might well be too late to stop this particular one but hell i'm looking forward to taking it apart because <laughs> I, I don't normally mind I, I try to i try to avoid like making very personal attacks on actors and actresses generally because they don't deserve it they're there they're doing a job but if they're inviting them, and if they are really basically saying, this is all about me, then you are making yourself fair game. So I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, you she know she began way. by saying, I want to be left out of the nonsensical discourse around the film. And then she went around generating nonsensical discourse and putting herself at the center of everything. So you get what you ask for. I think you would do very well if that ever gets released. <laughs> the thing is, it's not going to be in a cinema, is it? I think it's Disney+. Plus. Yeah, so oh, not well, cinema. Well, guys, so it, 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 well then know. she's not going to get any money at all, then, is she? Is she? Uh, well, that's her complaint. There. She's standing there saying that she wants to be paid for every second that that thing is on screen, on streaming, because she's working hard standing there in that dress. That's her argument. So if she gets her way, and if the Actors Guild gets their way, and if the Writers Guild get their way in the strikes, then she will be paid for that. But that's probably the reason they won't what? get their way. Why doesn't Pirate Bay do subscriptions and then she might get some money? Thank you also, is she talking about it now? I, I thought actors weren't allowed to talk about projects because of the strike. They're not allowed to promote them. And I don't think what she's saying can be classed as promoting the project. She's promoting itself. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. In the bin. Uh, this was a late entry, folks. For in the bin. Uh, this was um, sent to me on the Twit Twats. Here we go. 
Anybody see this? He's been airbrushed. What, what does that mean? <laughs> okay. Um, oh. The the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle, mm. right, is um, removing all reference to J.K. from the uh, the um, Harry Potter displays. But they can't do that though because she owns the copyright and she's um, um, so they have to have permission to actually display her stuff. So I don't understand how they can do this because she owns the copyright. So she could put uh, a stop project, to it at any moment. This is in Seattle, everybody. Project mm. manager Chris Moore, who is gay by any chance, Rans Ender wrote <laughs> in this piece there's a certain cold heartless joy-sucking entity in the world of Harry Potter. And this time, it is not actually Dementor. I have no idea what that means. A Dementor is, a, is a, an evil spirit thing in Harry Potter yeah. that sucks people's souls out. Mm, but uh, I think what it should be is the trans activists on Twitter who aren't actually Harry Potter fans at all. Mm. They just want to rant at her whenever she opens her mouth, it would appear. Yeah, it's another example of staggering narcissism. These people that presume that Harry Potter, the world of Harry Potter they value so much, can exist without its creator. Um, well, there, there's an argument. You, you can have an argument about death of the author in this regard as to whether the thing can exist independently of her. Nevertheless, it couldn't exist without her to begin with. She is the person who wrote it. She created it. She is the reason they fell in love with it. And now, based on quotes they haven't read and articles they haven't read they've got a misunderstanding of what jk rowling actually thinks on this issue yeah. and because they are much more keen to be seen to be politically in the club they are happy to effectively be giant misogynists and try and cancel her from her own creation which is is not new in america the new york times ran ads on the new york subway with basically saying can you imagine the book without its creator the new york times published advertisements basically saying yeah, we want to take Harry Potter away from you, you evil transphobic wench. Burn the witch, which is the ironic statement that these people are basically putting out. Um, it, it's par for the course. It's it, I think it's time is limited, and it won't work particularly well because most people have quite a high opinion of J.K. Rowling, if only because they read yeah. the books growing up. And the activist's obsession with her reveals them to be um, nasty, mean-spirited, idiotic people. No, but hold on. I still don't understand how the this this person can do this because he doesn't own the copyright to it she's in charge right so i don't understand like for instance mm. if they are selling books and they told the publisher to remove her name off the books they can't do that because she owns the copyright and she and does and, i so wonder I don't if there understand. is an exception for a museum though um given that no, museums aren't I wouldn't be surprised if they were, because museums aren't publishing. Museums are effectively archives, and yeah, archives you're, don't you're, tend to operate on the same grounds. Yeah, but if you're dealing with someone's IP and you've asked permission to use it, then that person can pull that IP any, <laughs> as far as I understand by the law, it can pull that IP anytime they want. And so if she hears, gets wind of this, she can shut shut that section down in the museum, right? Okay. I don't know. I, I would be. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some exception. It might even be under the grounds of fair use because it's for educational purposes as opposed to commercial. Whether the, the museums are allowed to effectively host works as educational um, properties as opposed to commercial ones, which gets out from the the whole copyright issue. I don't know. It would be interesting to look into. Otherwise, she can just sue them and make sure it doesn't happen. But... I, I think. I think this is just 
um, uh, crap news. I don't think this is true, uh, real at all. No, this no, it's true. I look, it is this I, on the internet. I, <laughs> no, well, yeah, it's the internet. It's true. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, I did my research. I read the article on. It's, it's on Deadline. Yeah. yeah, it's on Deadline, but Deadline might—you never know—it might be a lie. No, de- it, oh no, no I, I imagine it's, it's true. Yeah, it's it true, just yeah. might not work. So I, I would not oh, be right. at all surprised to find the museum wants to do this. Whether they, they are, are allowed to do it yeah. is another yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Moore is the project manager, and it's oh. um, as I said, Seattle. Um, oh, what was it? Seattle, something or other. Mm. Yeah. The mu- yeah, that's it. Sorry, folks. The Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle. They should have more respect for pop culture, yeah. those people. They should. Yeah. It's just another blatant case of men trying to erase women. Mm. Okay, so um, that's this week's Get in the Bin, the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle, and specifically Chris Moore in the, in the bin. bin. Yeah. Get in the bin. Okay. Uh, and finally. Okay. And finally. Uh, Lord, you've not been here for a few weeks, have you? <laughs> no, two weeks, I think. Yeah. Is it it's three, isn't it? It might be. I, I, to be honest, I have no idea what time is doing at the moment. So, yes, let's say three. Okay. Um, we did Blue Man's last week. <laughs> obviously it it was i wanted to do this the other week but you weren't here and it was at oh. 150 151 subscribers that's k everybody that's a yeah. lot of people it's that's not incredible yeah, not going work. too badly well done thank you wow that's a lot of people i mean how did you hypnotize all of them to actually <laughs> subscribe <laughs> magic magic i've magic. learned from jk rowling that's uh <laughs> it's all a spell Oh, well done, mate. Seriously. Um, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, 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 you know, I tried to listen to that three-hour one, but <laughs> we got, got 15 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, there will be some shorter ones coming. I think when Ahsoka comes out, I'm probably going to do that episode by episode, so those will be, I say shorter, they'll be about an hour probably, but um, I know Barbie, that, Barbie is two and a half news. hours. That's the next I, yeah, one. Yeah, I know somebody mm. listened to it Planning and said that it was as funny as hell, so I've got to, I've got to listen to the rest of it, apparently. It's, uh, it's, all, it's all about you know some people have time some people don't it's it's a different audience like i, I have my audience very much is, is the kind that, that will have time either to watch it in segments or they have time to watch the whole thing it's not as approachable as, as a shorter video um yeah. but it, it's it's not really meant to be it's a different different genre really but um yeah, yeah and it's going all right it's going all um right. here you go black lives or black votes platoon used his white british privilege <laughs> it did um, yeah, if I get to a million, I'm becoming emperor of America. So look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bishop, yeah. Yeah, no, well done. I mean, you know. It's great, isn't it? You'll surpass some drinker one day. You never know. <laughs> he's nearly <laughs> That's two. unlikely. But, uh... He, he, uh, drinker's put, uh, I think he's done 800,000 in less than a year. There's a, there's a rumor he might turn up on the 6th of September as well. So that's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah, be nice to meet him. Yeah. yeah. He's not going to turn that down because he well, can just hop on the train, can't he? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. It's going to be interesting. Here you go, Jay Goodwin. That's why at Mr. Brown Alliance can't hit 151k. He's Jamaican, mom. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, yeah. you're all racists. I'm, yeah, you're all racists, racists. 
Um, I will say as well, happy birthday, Jamaica. It was Jamaica Day yesterday. It's birthday. Jamaica? It, it was trending Jamaica. And she went on an uncle. So I had to have a look at it. Yes. Yaman, Jamaica. Okay. Oh dear. I've got a lot of catching up to do, Lord. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry about it. It's all fine. I'm scratching about in the dirt for 2,900. You'll get there. It'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. I'll send you some, some work to do for the next, the Mandalorian one um, and working in proper shout outs and stuff. Can you so send me be... some subs as well? Well, that's the we, idea. We want to do yeah. this 12 hour mega stream, don't we? Integrate the, um, the shout out properly. Then hopefully you'll get a few more people coming over. And if the video takes off, obviously that'll be good. But um, yeah. Mm. Yes, because I'm a good boy. I I gladly show the respect where respect is deserved, and 151,000 is pretty fucking good. To be fair, isn't it? Considering Do you get bad. one of those plaques. Yeah, I've got or the silver one already over next to me. Um, I, right. yeah, I got that in January. I think it was. You get that for a hundred thousand. Oh, okay. Um, That's good, I guess. Yeah, uh, but you don't get another one until you hit a million, I think. So I've got a way to go before I get the uh, the gold one. You'll get it though. I don't really need your monetized tears. Sorry, <laughs> um, Iceman Brown do shorts. You'll get a million views. Yeah, but I don't think they actually generate many subs, and they don't generate revenue. So um, they do get a huge amount of views, but whether it's pointful views, I don't know. I, I object to any video. Any video under an hour to me is a short, so like you'll never see me doing those. <laughs> YouTube just don't like live streams, full stop. That's it. Yeah. Well, they sort of do. It's just... Uh, it's amazing, YouTube it? goes through fads. So YouTube went for a very short time promoting really long videos, and it went for a really short time promoting shorts. It will, go, it will go through another really short time promoting streams. If, say, Rumble takes off as a competitor, you'll see YouTube move much more towards streams yeah. again. YouTube doesn't yeah. mind streams. It's just that you have to separate them off from your general content if you do other content as well. Um, but also, it, the, the, there are many, many streamers, so it's harder to stand out, I think. But you got a Rumble account, Ian. So um, I've got one. Yeah, I could, yeah. I could link it to Rumble, but I've got nothing. Yeah, on you it. should. You should. You should. Um, you should have put some of your shows on there because uh, apparently yeah. a, a lot of people do watch stuff on Rumble. So yeah, it's it growing quite quickly, to... isn't it? I think yeah. the quartering yeah. just moved over to Rumble most of oh, okay. like full time. Yeah, so uh, quartering talentless. You don't <laughs> like him? Well, you don't like him? I've... I don't I think I've ever watched one I've of his got videos. Nothing personal I just know against that he's him. Mm. Yeah, let's just read articles all day and get 10 trillion fucking subscribers. A lot of people do that, though, don't they? They they read from an article. I mean, even who's that other guy? Um, he looks like a thug. What's his name? He's got tattoos. <laughs> and what's that guy's name? Anybody remember? Well, that narrows it down. He looks as no no as no, Gary Count Dankula. No, that's it. Um, what's his name? Mister H. Mister H. Oh. Where his name? Oh yeah, Mister H. Reviews. Yeah, yeah. he looks he like, looks like he'll doesn't he? nut you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he looks like he can smack you in the head. Uh, sorry, Browns. Mm, sorry, ma'am. Sorry, sorry. Sour grapes. Yeah, he's um better than bottom grapes. Sorry, ma'am. Sometimes he's good. Sometimes he isn't. There's a lot of YouTubers I watch, but um. You know, sometimes I just can't oh, watch all Pitbull. of it. Who's Pitbull? Sorry. No idea. No, no idea. idea. 
I've heard of Pitbull. I mean, just out of interest, which YouTubers do you watch religiously? For me, uh, I, I religiously watch EFAP and uh, Sitchin Adam. Yeah. Um, really good content. Um, I watch Nerdrotic. I only watch the Nunas. I watch I watch I yeah, watch I like the tune. Well. I watch Blue Boys um stream because I think he's he's quite funny most yeah, of the Blue time. Anyway. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I watch um uh, Nuna, uh Nerdrotic Nuna, and I watch um Dave Cullen. Um oh, yeah, Dave when Cullen. I see him on, yeah, I'll i I'll, I'll watch them. I also enjoy the uh the B Sups as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I should go back uh, on that one day. Uh, B Sups on tomorrow. Are you on tomorrow, Lord? B Sup? Yeah, I think Mauler's coming on. I don't know if Drink is coming on because it's Cynic's 100k thing. We didn't get to do it last week, so we'll do it this time. So I don't know what he's got planned, but I think he has something planned. So we will have some. We'll have some people on. I don't know All what we're talking about ones, either, yeah. but um, yeah, we'll see. But what if happens. you have space, let me know. I will do so. Yeah. Around, yeah. If you have space, let me know. Obviously, I'm not big enough. Uh, I watch EFAP. <laughs> what are you on about? We had you on. The, we invite lions. you on all the time, and you kept saying no, and then you did come on, and then you haven't come on again. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Um, anyway. He's scared. He's uh... a. <laughs> I don't feel like I have anything to add. That's a problem. Well, you have I'm just as much everybody. to add as everybody else. I'm Brown. shy, everybody. You're not shy at all. Stop it. Oh, I, I know you. As I said, I know you guys love talking about this. I, I just kind of see things at my ripe old age of whatever. What are you talking about? Slightly different because a lot of the stuff we're just—you're never going to get it back, and it's upsetting. And most of the time, I've kind of moved on. Yeah, but that's just me. Okay. Sorry, guys. Stream killer. <laughs> I've had too many disappointments from my entertainment and the uh, Star Trek Rhapsody this week was just the final kick in the bollocks. Oh, just watch, just join the club, mate, because we're all disappointed <sighs> in it. But the thing is, though, it does. it's, it's therapeutic to talk about it. That's it is. It yeah. is. Uh, common people, this is real money, folks. In at the death, £50. You see, you know what? You moan and groan, but people are giving you money and, then, know, and they're I've, watching your show, I, right? I, I'm just... You should be grateful. I, yeah. Uh, listen, I'm I'm more grateful than you can ever imagine. Well, say it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. I love you. Stop crying, kid. That's right. Don't worry, I'll, you I'll tell jump him. out the window later, then I'll start crying. Common people, so generous. I mean, I remember when you started, Ian, and uh, you know, you were just that's this tiny, tiny little channel before we even knew the Lord or Blue Boy or even Z. Do you know what I mean? When you were Ooh. tiny, uh, I've only been on Brown for the last two years, and when Sorry. we started, we we had an audience in the <laughs> tens. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. and now you've got almost almost what is it? Three, We've had a steady. I don't think I really have. Um, I know Melvin Deep. Melvin, I will say Melvin Deeply is really looking out for me, and I appreciate everything that Melvin does yeah. in the background. Um, I posted the link up for the show today, and literally within minutes, the you know Melvin had tweeted it. You, you could so, have gone the way of you know the other fella. Do you know what I mean? Yes, so, um, so, but you didn't. So, so there you go. Yeah, we're, we are a work in progress. I'd, you know, as I said before, if I want more subs, but at the moment, we're, there's a sweet spot of intimacy, as it were. 
Just be grateful. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's like brown. Oh. Yeah, brown likes it close and and sweaty and oh, personal. Yes. So. Personal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Ah. <sighs> So congratulations, the Lord, Little Platoon, Thank you. old Benjamin himself. The and, sp- and again, I'd like to apologize for calling you the Lord, because now you're He's just the Lord. As the Lord. Everyone does it, <laughs> yes. yes. It's the Lord. He's the Lord. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> 151,000 disciples. You should call them disciples. That would be incredibly egotistical. I'm not Jared Leto. I don't think I'm Jesus. Will you be breaking bread and drinking uh, Johnny Walker? He's always drinking Johnny Walker. (laughs) I've actually run out. No, but I'll have to get. I'll have to pick some up for tomorrow. I think you have had a bad day, haven't you? I've had a bad week. So yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I think that's it, folks. That is it. Barbie, she's done a billion. No wonder she's smiling. Uh, I will say we got part three of Robocop on Wednesday. Apparently, I've done the Is start it true time. you only got through the first 13 minutes in part one? 14. Yes. 13. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it 13? I, was, I was there for the yeah. first part, yeah. Couldn't make the second part. I will make the third part, though. Yeah, we see RoboCop this week. So um, apparently, I've the start time's incorrect. I'll um, I'll look into that. Thank you, Amelia Bedelia. That is it. Don't forget that's uh, 10 p.m. on Wednesday. Ruin Johnson will be presenting. Well, basically, we're padding it out until Ahsoka. So <laughs> that's it, folks. Um, chat, you are the best. You know that. You are the best. We will see you next time. Always appreciate the wonderful interaction. Thanks, boys and girls. Mm -hmm. I will thank the guests, the mighty Paul Chateau. Thank you, Mr. Brown. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Paul. (laughs) Great to have you on. Um, Vex Electronica. You. Cheers, Vex. Z3PO, cheers my friend Thank you as always and thanks to the chat and the other panel members, it's always a pleasure being with you guys. Cheers buddy Uh, The Mega Geek, Ian David Diaz, cheers Ian. No worries And the Lord himself, Little Platoon, Benjamin 151k, cheers Lord Always good to be on and lovely to be back, so thank you for having me Great to have you on mate Um, I think that is it we will see you Wednesday. Beast up tomorrow. The 100k celebration sounds like uh, some mighty guests are going to be on that. So I think that is it. We're back Wednesday. If we don't see you tomorrow or Wednesday, we'll see you next weekend. Have a great week. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody. Timing. You're like the kind of person who just.